we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Paco. What's up, hey, people? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Happy Sunday. Right. Happy Sunday. It's May 2nd. It's the beginning of May. Okay. Happy Sunday. I feel like Happy summer is Sunday. here. Yes. Happy Reggae Sunday to all my Caribbean people out there. Okay. Shout out to them. Y'all okay. going to be celebrating uh, Cinco de Mayo. This is just me. <laughs> no, no, I, I won't gonna... be celebrating Cinco de Mayo, but go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm going to celebrate with all the reading. people. I'm going to celebrate with all the people who sell. Y'all have to celebrate for me. So I hope somebody gets some tequila shots for me. Uh, I will not be able to partake, but I will be there in spirit. What kind of tequila? You going to drink tequila, not, not Henny? You going to put the Henny down for Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, girl. Shoot, I'm poor. I'm poor Mexican too. Shit. <laughs> I, 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 I'm lying. The truth ain't in you, girl. Listen, I eat rice and beans and I drink tequila. What's up, <laughs> baby? Listen. Look, you tell him. Tell him. I've been to Cabo. I've been to. I've been to. Uh, I've been there. Viva la Mexico. You know listen, what I'm saying? All of that. I eat at enough Mexican restaurants, baby. I should be part Mexican. I'm, I'm not about baby. to play with you. Listen, you know what? Paco, you know what kind what? of tequila a, you drink? Uh, I, I actually don't drink. I've never actually drank alcohol, but I buy my wife a lot of Patron. Oh, that's with who? Mm. Okay. <laughs> and if you're not with a Patron, that's what I need to... You got to give me your, your, your address, Sister George, with your, with your man's position, permission. I'll send you a, a nice bottle of, of Patron. Oh, don't give her an excuse to drink. Don't, don't, don't do it. Girl, I'm drinking because it's uh, daytime shit. I be like, (laughs) daytime, time to drink. (laughs) We got to represent. We got to represent. The sailors got to do what the sailors do best. That part. She's a sailor. I'm proud of that. I wish I could have served with her. She sounds like a wonderful person. Baby, we was lit on this ship, man. Listen, we were. (laughs) I can Shanae had to, baby, listen, she had to tell y'all, baby, because it used to go down, honey, down. But I, you know, I'm going to leave that back in the past because I am a sanctified holy woman now, especially since it's Sunday. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I said you a sailor. Got a mouth like a sailor, drink like a sailor. You are certified. Oh, <laughs> Miss Concrete, remember she was talking about cursing? Miss Concrete, remember she was talking about how she had to go out the room and curse? She had to stop cursing for like a day and she was, Listen, had to swear that jar. That lasted for that? half of a show. That lasted for all of a half of a show. <laughs> I'm mad she tried it because we know she's a sailor. I don't know. Keep her real, Sister George. Don't, you know don't, what? Don't be, don't be something I, different. I be, be trying, yourself. But you know what? I be trying to grow. And so mm-hmm. it was some guy who was like, Sister George, you curse a whole lot. And then I hear it a lot, you know, from different people like, oh, that mouth. And I'd be like, but I'm so sweet and I'm so nice. You know, I have like my little glitches and stuff, but generally I'm a sweet, nice person. But I just really love cursing. Just, and yeah, you use colorful language. Yeah. And I feel like... um I really don't trust people without advice. Like, if you don't do anything wrong, I kind of look at you sideways like, oh, no. I don't have advice. So Yeah, girl. Mm. <laughs> I'm um, lying. Cake is my yeah, life. Girl. Mm-hmm. Chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, that's Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> that's advice. Anyway, let's get started with this interview. Okay. <laughs> let's do this. I am excited. We are talking today about fatherhood and 
feminism. Mm. Um, if the two go together, how the two correlate, we go unpack it today and get all off into it. We have the wonderful uh, Paco, aka Dr. Black, and we will allow him to introduce himself. For those of you who are not familiar with Paco, he is absolutely dynamic. I love when we have Paco on, baby. He don't play no games. He pulls no punches. He is absolutely assertive as it relates to uh, you know his his opinions and his commentary, and I love that about him. Even when his opinions are dissenting in this space, which they often are because he, you know, has a different mindset. But I absolutely love how firm he is and what he believes in. And you guys are in for a good show today. So Paco, if you don't mind, if you'd like to introduce yourself. All right. Good morning again. Uh, it's your boy, Dr. Black. And um, I am honored to be uh, with these wonderful ladies who are hosting. Uh, you ladies introduced me to the space. Uh, Sister George and my wife served in the U.S. military together, and I have been working on a book about uh, updating relationships, how we conduct relationships in uh, the 2000s. I feel a lot of people are trying to use old-fashioned dating tactics and dating concepts that their parents and grandparents use, and those aren't going to work today. And the reason I feel they're not going to work today is, above everything else, the number one reason, I think, is because women today are more equal than they've ever been. And so the things that grandma had to, to settle for, the decisions that she had to make that that would allow her to, to maybe be in a compromised position or a more submissive position, that's not the case today. Women can choose to be submissive today, but they also don't have to, to be submissive. And, and I think that we need to really rethink how we approach a relationship when two people are equal versus when one person is a dominant and one person is a submissive. And my wife suggested to me that I should speak with Sister George and uh, come into the chat with uh, Concrete Rose. And I have been welcomed and I really appreciate it. I've learned a lot. I did not know anything about the Manosphere. And these two lovely ladies have taught me a lot about it. Their guests have educated me to the extent. And I'm a feminist. I am a male feminist. I know some people are confused mm. about that. I hope to clear that up today. And I am so honored to be able to speak about how a man can be both an African-American male, also a heterosexual male, also a father and a feminist all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you guys know you're in for a treat and I want to apologize in advance. Uh, Paco is overseas, so there might be like slight buffering. We're just trying to work with the technical uh, issues that we're having. So just be patient with us. Um, like I said, this is going to be a fantastic show, as you can probably mm -hmm. already tell from Paco's intro. And Danny, I'm going to let you kick it off, boo. Okay. Um, Paco, thank you so, so very, very much for joining us this morning. Um, you are a self-identified male feminist. And I want you to explain to the audience why you consider yourself a feminist and what that means to you. All right. All right. So first of all, let's start with the definition, because I think a lot of people don't understand how a man could be a feminist because they never looked up the definition or they don't care about what the definition is. Uh, you know, a lot of words are trigger words for some of us. I think everyone has a word maybe that, that triggers them and maybe because of their cultural background or, or the cultural situation or whatever's going on in their life, 
certain words make people feel a certain way that are not necessarily related to what that word really means. And thank goodness we have a dictionary. And so the, the definition of feminism that I like to use is feminism is a philosophy that is about equality of the sexes. That's it. That's it. That's a very simple definition. Feminism is about the philosophy about the equality of the sexes. It does not mean that women should dominate men, which is what most people assume. And I think that's a fair thing that people assume because if you say human beings have been on earth for 150,000 years, some scientists say two, but let's just do 150,000. So for 149,060 years, men have dominated society. And now in the last 40 years, women have started to gain some legal rights to, 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 to be equal, to be more equal, if not equal, to be more equal. Well, if you've dominated for so long and then all of a sudden things are going in the opposite direction, you will feel, you will feel pressure. You may feel uneasy. You may feel like you don't like it. And so people associate feminism with women dominating. That is actually not practical. Women don't dominate anything anywhere. Well, we'll talk about a space where women do dominate a little bit later, but in a practical sense in society, women don't dominate. Women just wanting to be equal is not them trying to dominate, it's them trying to get what they deserve, what they should have always had, which is fairness and equality. It's the same argument racists make against, let's just talk about African-Americans because we're talking to an American audience. It's the same argument that racists make to African-Americans. They said affirmative action shouldn't exist because why should African-Americans have a special rule? If they get special rules, then they'll take over, they'll dominate. And mm. people today say, hey, I want, hey, black people should stop um, complaining because, hey, y'all got affirmative action, everything's okay. Well, one, it's a nonsensical starter because if you enslave someone for 400 years and then you put them in Jim Crow for another 100 years and then you finally say, well, hey, we will consider you for jobs that you're qualified for, that can't possibly mean that you're going to dominate because you're finally getting treated the way you should have been treated all along. And so feminism is a response to male dominance, which is, is, is in every aspect of history. We know males, men have dominated. Feminism is asking or pushing back on the dominance, just like affirmative action is pushing back. And not even just affirmative action, civil rights, which is not only for black people, right? Civil rights are for all people. That's pushing back against one group dominating the other group. So whenever there's dominance and a move to, to, to back to the middle, you're going to have people who feel the pressure of that move. But there's also negative things in feminism. There's, there's some women, there's some groups, even men who take it too far. And everyone always wants to look at the negative example, right? Everyone also say, hey, look at this bad thing that happened because of this. Instead of looking at the big picture, they look at one negative example. There was one woman who, who got, you know, an unfair judgment in court. And so that's an example of how feminism is ruining the world. Mm. Intelligent people shouldn't think like that or talk like that. One bad example is just one bad example. There's so many more positive examples. And if you let me later on, we can go into some of the many positive benefits of feminism. Okay. Uh, absolutely. 
You know, um, Paco, I have a question for you because you touched on something um, that is absolutely true. It, it is almost like a misnomer to hear a black man say that he's a feminist. Like uh, you are maybe one of just a small handful that I've heard. I think I might have heard maybe three men in my entire life say that they're feminists and all three have been like in most recent years. But I wanted to ask you just to kind of go back a little bit. Um, were you, number one, were you raised in a traditional home? Uh, it's the first part of my question. And the second part of my question is how did you come into feminism? Like how did you um, start, I guess, um, uh, kind of employing the mindset that you would fight and speak out against anything that goes against feminism before labeling yourself a feminist is, is what I want to know. So the first question, uh, I was raised in a traditional home. Both of my parents are still married and uh, I hope they forgive me if I get this wrong. They've been married for 45 years and I'm the fifth and last of their children. So we have uh, three boys and two girls. I'm the, I'm the last son. And um, my parents are still together. They're happily married and they raised me together. Um, how did I become a feminist? So I went on this journey to understand, to find a philosophy, a life philosophy, or if you do um, philosophy, then they always ask you, what's your worldview? Many people's worldview has to do with their religion and I'm not a religious person. So I was looking for a, a secular worldview and I stumbled upon humanism and humanism is in every religion because humans are in every religion. And humanism is basically saying humans are the highest form of life that we know, or at least the, the highest form of life that we can physically interact with. And so we want to work with each other. We want to, we want to, we humans want to do the best for other humans. And by doing the best for other humans, we'll do the best for the planet. And so you don't have to be religion to, religious to understand that human beings are going to help you and they're your best chance at anything that you want to achieve in life. Well, <clears throat> if then human beings are, are my best chance for survival, then I would also have to have specific respect for women, not just for humans in general, but for women, because women are the larger part of the human population. And they're also the only part of the human population that can give life. As I said earlier, happy reggae Sunday to everyone. Sizzler Kalunji has this famous song called Black Woman and Child. And basically the song says that we are revering the black woman and child because they are the first of humanity. The first of humanity. The first beings to be human was a black woman and then her child. And that was giving life to humanity. And so as a humanist who understands that I am a human and my best chance to survive, my best chance to achieve is with other humans, well then I have to have that reverence for the woman because the woman is where it begins. My father contributed greatly. He's the reason I have an X chromosome so I could be a man, but he had nothing to do with nurturing me, getting me through nine months of pregnancy. He didn't have anything to do with labor. In all fairness, the man has an easier job. You can get someone pregnant and you could go on about your business. I say this as a man, you can get a woman pregnant and you could not be involved again. The woman doesn't have a choice whether to nurture that child. I guess her only choice is to either nurture it to be a healthy child or to not. 
But all of that goes on inside the woman's body. So that so if you if you're human and you care about humans, if you care about yourself, isn't it not logical that you would care about the vessel that brought you to life, that nurtured you, that birthed you? Even if you don't say, if you say, I don't have a great relationship with my mother and you know I'm adopted, I don't know my mother, you know that a woman pushed you out. And that should have a highest level of respect and reverence. And I have that. And that's what leads me to being a feminist. The second thing is I raising, I'm raising two daughters. And so I need to be a feminist because I need to understand my daughters. I need to understand what world they're going into. And I need to prepare them for that world. And I can't force them to be submissive to me as a father and then push them out into the world because how is that preparing them? What kind of woman are they going to be dealing in the world we have today, if they only learn to be submissive to their father, I can't hold their hands throughout the rest of their life. There are cultures where that happens, right? There are cultures like in India and some of the, uh, a lot of our Muslim brothers and sisters out there whose children stay with them until they get married, but sometimes they just stay more or less indefinitely and that works. But in the United States of America and the Caribbean where I come from, women don't have that option. They can't just stay home with daddy indefinitely. And I don't even want that. I look forward to my daughters growing up and moving on, going to university or going to the military and having their own life. And so because I'm looking forward to them having their own life, I need to prepare them to be independent. Just like a father would prepare his son to be independent, I have to do the exact same thing because I don't trust any man to take care of my daughters, nor should I. I don't feel like I should trust a man to take care of them. What I feel I need to do is prepare them so that they can be great women. And if you're a great person on your own, you can identify other good people to partner with. Mm. Some of you religious types would say you want to find someone who's equally yoked. What that means is you want to find someone who is also as great as you are, because when you're not balanced, when you don't find someone who's on your level, it doesn't work. So if I make a great daughter, she can identify a great man and go from there. That's why I'm a feminist. Okay. Okay. Um, very, very, very um, interesting perspective and answers. I'm going to read the super chats first. And then I do have um, concrete. I actually have two questions because he mentioned uh, two pertinent things that I, I thought about when I was coming up with my questions too. So um, a shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, to be honest, Paco sounds more like a womanist than a feminist. Feminism has its own thing going and what he describes really doesn't fit in my opinion. Um, thank you so much, babe. Um, shout out to Corner Store Podcast. Um, thank you so much for the super chat. He says, if you ask 10 feminists the meaning of feminism, you get 10 different answers. Um, thank you so much, uh, Corner Store Podcast. And we got a shout out to Jack Spade. Thank you so much for your super chat. He says, women give birth to a child, but men are responsible for that child reaching adulthood. Example, modern medicine, law enforcement, government, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you so much for that super chat, Jack Spade. And shout out to Bat for the super sticker. Thank you so, so much Thanks, for that. Thanks, guys. Okay, Sister George, before you ask your question, I have to uh, I have to say some, two quick things. Okay. One, anyone who doesn't agree with what I say about what the definition of feminism, they're not arguing with me. They're arguing with a dictionary. And I've yet to meet someone who could officially defeat the dictionary in a debate. So if you don't like my definition of, a di of, of feminism, take it up with the dictionary. Okay, feminism is defined as the, the philosophy of gender equality. That's not what I made up. That's what I researched. Just like all of us have our own professions and we go to school, be it uh, high school or university, and they give us 
definitions to help us to understand what we're studying. I did that for feminism. And secondly, the young man uh, just said that men are responsible for children. And then he said law and medicine and so on. I don't understand the correlation. What does law? He was saying he was saying that men are responsible for ensuring that children make it to adulthood by certain things like protecting them by provide or by you know creating different medicines to ensure that they are uh, can maintain their health. He's saying like in a general sense that men. I appreciate you. I appreciate you clearing that up, Sister uh, Concrete, because he's so wrong. Clearly, he hasn't read any of the history of the scientists. Who, who give us things. Uh, anyone who could take a two second, the same internet that we use to have this conversation, you can switch over one tab and Google women scientists. And there are as many women scientists and as many important women scientists as there are male scientists. So the idea that men have given society the tools to, to, to get children to adulthood is the kind of ridiculous thing that, that as a feminist, I'm happy to, 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 to fight against and to debunk. In this space, this is where we like to say absurd things about women. Well, I'm not supporting that. Men are not the reason that children get to adulthood. If anything, in the Black community especially, there is a lot of single mothers. Those children from those single mothers who become adults are the responsibility, are, are the, are the, are the, are the product of the single mothers. They're not the product of the single fathers or the fathers who've abandoned them. There's, it's nowhere close to as many single parent fathers as there are single parent mothers. So for a person to say that men get children to adulthood, what planet are they living on? Because we all know not one or two or 10, we all know hundreds of children raised in single parent household from mothers. Just look at the NFL or the NBA. A hundred percent of the single parents who produce those great athletes that we revere, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, blah, 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 on and on and on. A hundred percent of them are from single mothers. When's the last time you've seen a, a guy thank his single father for raising him alone and getting him to a professional athlete? I'd love to hear it. Just name me one. We could be here all day. I could name you 10 before you could even think of one. So those single mothers got those children to adulthood and to greatness in their field. It's absurd to say that men get children to adulthood. Where are these men? Some few men get them there, but a large number of women get them there too. So we can't just ignore that large number of successful women. We're not talking about the women who you may argue didn't do a good job. Let's just talk about the successful women who have successfully gotten those children to adulthood on their own without any contributions from the men. How do we ignore that in an intelligent conversation? Mm. I'm not going to do it. We're going to talk about those good women and we're going to talk about how they did it on their own. If we could talk bad about them, I'm going to be here to talk good about them. We're just going to have a fair, honest debate. Nothing wrong with that at all. We got a few more super chats and then I'm going to get on to my question. Shout out to the Corner Store podcast. He says, Paco mentioned how birth is the greatest thing a woman can achieve, paraphrasing, but feminists in most cases despise the notion. Um, thank you so much for that uh, Corner Store podcast. Shout out to Sean. He says, a pregnant woman chooses to abort a child, ha a child, man has no say so. A pregnant woman chooses to have a child, man must pay to support child, man has no rights. Um, thank you so much for that, Sean. Um, shout out to Books, Books, and Ice Cream. He says, big up ladies. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, super chat. Thank and you guys. 
Shout out to CJNBM. He says, is this queen mother earth guy married to the mother of his children? He um, is absolutely married. Um, we don't want to divert too much. We want to kind of get through some of these questions, but we, we are going to be opening the panel. So you guys will be able to come up and engage. But Paco is married. His wife does frequent the channel. Hopefully um, she'll be able to join the chat because she is also very interesting. And I love hearing from her. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we, you, you had mentioned, um, well, we're talking about feminism. So with the way the laws are set up for divorce and child custody, um, being majority, it's going to go into women's favor for the, for the most part with, uh, child custody and divorce. Right. Um, do you think that men present valid arguments when arguing against feminism? No. And we just had a couple of great examples of how men don't even present. <laughs> First of all, in this space, people don't know what the definition of feminism is. Then we go on to people saying ridiculous things like men get children to adulthood, even though that person's probably from a single family. And statistically, the chances are that person who made that, that comment comes from a single family single family home, single parent household. So there, there, there's, there's so few good arguments. Now, you just said that, that, you know, men pay when it comes to getting divorced, mm -hmm. but that's not how the law works. The law doesn't say if you're a man, you pay. And that's what this, this space wants to pretend that happens, that every time a divorce happens, automatically the man pays because you're a man, you have to pay. That's not what happens. You know who pays? The person who is found to be wrong, who violated the, 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 the contract, remember that that marriage thing is a contract, the person who violated the contract pays, and or if you have an overwhelming income that you provided for your spouse that your spouse can't survive on anymore. So the men who are in this space arguing that men have to pay aren't taking into consideration that 99% of the time those men are caught cheating. That's a contract breach. The judge looks at you breaching your contract and awards you a punishment appropriate. If you stop getting caught cheating on your wife, you won't have to pay. Because in an annulment, you don't pay. If you just go your separate ways, you don't pay. If your wife makes more than you, you don't pay. So in this space, we pretend like nothing happens but the men just pay and men are getting screwed. That's not practical. That's not intelligent. That's not how it really works. Unfortunately, a lot of men get caught cheating and they have to pay the consequences, but they don't automatically pay. I have a family member who was making more than her husband. When they got divorced, she had to pay. That's the way it works. That's the law. There's no law that says men pay. There's never been a law that actually says men pay. Before, only 40 years ago, right? women weren't allowed to work so they were automatically making less and the man had to give her something to support her for a few years not a few years for years until she can support herself but now that women are making their own money it's not a guarantee that the man is going to pay the woman and i'm going to get into a little bit later how much the women make in the african-american community they're more likely to pay if you're black if you're white it's different but if you're black the woman African-American females are more likely to pay in a divorce because they make more money. And that's a fact. That's interesting. And nobody wants to talk about that. 
So what about the child custody laws? Um, because, you know, I don't want to make it seem like all women are just totally, totally messed up because, of course, that's not true. But you do have um, men who are actually better parents, but they do have a harder time getting custody of the children, even if the uh, woman is piss poor. Um, what about in that instance? Like, do you think the laws are fair toward um, men in when it comes down to child custody? Yeah, so it's absolutely fair. It's a law, right? There's, there's really there's two sides. There's two sides. Well, just because you, it's a law, yeah. does that make it fair? Because there used to be a law that the black people were property, that they weren't like you know, just being a law does not necessarily equal equate 100%. to one hundred percent. 100% correct. And what I meant, it's a law. I meant that in this case, you get to present both sides of the argument. You have a prosecution and you have a defense. And so even in a family court, both parents get to go present to the judge their ability to be the, the best child, the best parent, the best custodian, right? Both parents. Because to answer an earlier question, someone asked if I'm married to the mother of my child. No, I had a child at 19 years old and I knew at 19 I wasn't going to be married. I've only been married for going on four years now. So I did not marry my daughter's mother. I actually got married much later. And now that my daughter's older, she lives with me. So I'm a baby daddy. I understand both parents are born with custody and you go in front of a judge to see if you're going to be separate. You're going to see who is going to be the primary custodian and who's going to be the secondary. A man has as much ability to prove his worth to the judge as a woman does. The fact that men fail to do so is not the court's fault. It's not the law's fault. It's not the woman. The last place it is, is the woman's fault. It's not the woman's fault that you can't stand your baby mama, but you can't prove to a judge that you're a better choice. That's not the woman's fault. That's your fault. I could have years ago went to a court and got primary custody of my daughter from, my, from her mother. But I never thought that it need to be that way because I don't I didn't feel like I wanted to put my daughter in a position where she had to choose and I had to pull her away. My daughter's mother wasn't such a horrible person. I wanted to force the separation. But there are people who have that situation. But if you're if you had one, <laughs> we got to take personal responsibility. If you had a baby with somebody who's so bad that you that your child shouldn't be around them. That's 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 a question mark on your judgment. And we say this to women all the time. If you had a baby with this dude who's such a horrible person, what's wrong with you to have a baby with him? Well, it's the same thing in reverse, right? What's wrong with a man who has a baby with a woman who's so horrible that he wants to take his child away from her? First, one, that's bad judgment on your part. And two, why can't you prove that to the judge? If she's so bad, why can't you present appropriate evidence where the judge will give you primary custody? In this space, we pretend like all these things are just something happening in the fantasy world and nobody knows what's going on. Reality is here. We can walk outside. We can go talk to our neighbors. We can go to our school. We can talk to our, our cousins, our brothers, our sisters. We know people who are in this situation. They're in the Black community too. The Black community is everywhere we are. We are the Black community and it's everywhere we are. So why are we pretending like the facts don't exist? The fact is that men fail to get custody. I have a friend who I was, when I was young in the military, who got custody? His daughter's mother just off and ran away. He had full custody. And I remember one day he was called in to work suddenly and he dropped his daughter off in the barracks of all places on base. He just dropped his daughter off with me because I was the person he could trust at the shortest amount of time. And I had this little baby girl and I don't even like kids. And I just had this little baby girl that I was trying to entertain for four or five hours 
because he had to just go in. And this is what women deal with. This is what single parents deal with all the time. I will never forget that. And he raised his daughter. She's in college now. And he was a single dad. So I have examples of both single male parents and the overwhelming single female parents. Whichever way it falls, we can't blame women that men aren't more better better single parents. We can't blame women. So that you men don't think the stack is you don't think the stack is decked is stacked the deck is stacked against them as it relates to the court system that the court system Absolutely typically sides with the women. Not. Okay. There's there's a good reason why the court system typically sides with the woman because the woman squeezes out of her body. It's a practical thing. It's not because they hate men. So you have to do a little extra. It's for example, if I'm a if I'm a banker and you're a carpenter and we go to court because I'm suing you over money. The fact that I'm a banker, I have more knowledge in that field, that the court isn't stacked against you because I'm a banker and you're a carpenter and we're talking about finances. It happens to be that I have something more knowledgeable than you did in this, this scenario. It's the same thing with women. The woman produces the child from inside of her actual body. It doesn't come from a store. So we can't sit here and act like it's equal. It never started out equally. And so the benefit that the woman has, the benefit of the doubt that the woman has is appropriate. She produced a being from inside of her physical body. The man cannot say that. He needs to come with more evidence that will overwhelm that initial fact. We can't erase the initial fact and say, we're going to start at zero. Life doesn't work that way. The woman has a benefit that, she's, that, she, that she has inherently. We have to address uh -huh. that. That's what being fair is about. The inherent benefit of being a woman with a child. I think that's interesting. I do have a question for you. I'm going to read the super chat just quickly, but I wanted to just acknowledge one thing. Um, I think that you make a good point. Uh, I think that um, even if you hear the men in this space, they talk about the fact that women are 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 supposed to, I guess, in, in our quote unquote natural state, be nurturers, be the ones that are providing and the ones that are rearing up the children. That is something that, you know, that's been like that since, you know, forever, since the existence of mankind, because men were the hunters and gatherers and, you know, were, were ensuring that they protect the, the family. But um, that's not a new phenomenon. So I do understand why the courts would naturally uh, assume or be under the assumption that the one that, you know, being with the mother would be the be best place for the child. However, if the father can provide evidence to the contrary, I understand what you're saying that you know of cases where it's worked out in the father's favor and he was able to um, win custody of his children, which is awesome. But I have a question. I got to take it back a little bit because you said something. Well, have a Get the super Wait, chat now. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, thank you. Um, so thank you. We got a super chat uh from Jack Spay who says, Who coached those boys in the youth leagues? High school, college, those draft picks did not learn their sports sitting on the couch with mama. Oh, Jack. <laughs> thank you for that, Jack. Appreciate you. Uh, David Johnson, my brother, he says, feminism ism means prejudice or discrimination on feminism ism excuse me, means prejudice or discrimination on the basis of a specified uh, attribute or an oppressive and especially discriminatory attitude or belief. Where's the equality in that? Uh, thank you, David. CJNBM says, does your wife make more than you? Y'all want to get all off into this man business. Right. Um, and we're going to ask you guys to keep it very respectful. 
We ain't taking oh, a uh, mess today. So you you can disagree with them all you would like, but y'all will make sure you're respectful and don't attack him personally like you can you can attack the talking point you can disagree with the talking point and lay out why um we you know we're not opposed to that but don't don't attack him you know this is a a guest who's taking time out he's halfway across the country uh, across the world and um he's taking time out to of his morning to speak with us on this topic so we want to make sure that you guys remain respectful of him please and thank you um i do have a question and if you'd like to briefly answer anything you saw in the super chat, you can do that lumped in with this quick question that I have. So when you were talking earlier, you talked a bit about um, you talked a bit about, you know, the woman and her creating life and um, everything that you said that spawned off into several of the comments that we just read. Um we had a guest on uh, almost a week ago, a week ago tomorrow. Uh, her name was Amina. I absolutely love her, adore her. It was like a real dope um, conversation that we were able to have with Amina. But she made a comment where she stated that women are superior to men. And by some of the things that you stated, I wonder if you, uh, number one, agree with that comment. And if you do, um, if you could also provide your whatever um, whatever um, opinions you have that support that. Um, and then, like I said, if you want to quickly touch on anything that I read in the Super Chats, you can do that as well. All right. Thank you, Miss Rose. Um, I do not think women are superior to men. I, I literally said that feminism is gender equality. Equality means that no side is superior. And so men have been dominating and, and it's appropriate that we bring the pendulum from the man side to the middle. And anyone who wants it on the woman's side, I would fight for it to go to the middle because respect is in the middle. Thinking well, the that you're superior to that, someone is, is thinking that you're superior to someone is where you, you lose equality. This is where you lose respect. Mm. If you think you're superior to someone, then even if they want to, they can't respect you because you have a superiority attitude towards them. Respect is where we, we don't have to be the same to be equal. And people assume that we have to be the same. I agree. No, we don't have to be the same. Each person brings their own benefits, but the respect is where we look at each other as equals. Humanism is we respect each other as humans. And that includes women. It doesn't, it doesn't only mean women or only mean men. It means we respect each other, all of us as humans and whatever yeah. contributions a human can make. So I absolutely don't think women are superior. Women do many things better than men, and there are obviously mm-hmm. many things that men do better than women. But absolutely. if you tally all those things up, we're equal. Thank the- you, uh, Paco. I just wanted to add a little bit of clarity as to why I asked that. Um, the way you spoke about women and the fact that they're the ones bringing forth life and, you know, a, a, as a result, men should, if nothing else, that, you know, a woman was the person who kind of brought forth life um, as it relates to them in this world. And the things that you were saying just sounded in line with that mindset. But I thank you for clearing that up. I think you are 100% correct that 
um, the value that women bring is completely different from the value that men bring. It is absolutely different. It's not better. It's It doesn't make them more valuable. It's just a different value. But men bring a ton of value too. And, uh, you know, yes, women bring forth life. Yes, women bring, you know, life into the world. But um, men are, are the protectors and they do provide a space in which uh, it, for the most part, um, people, women, you know, as well, are um, protected and able to live, um, able to live in a space where, you know, you do have a governmental body that you can call, able to live in a home where you do have someone that is, you know, there in some instances. <laughs> they're providing protection and going to put their life on the line to ensure that nothing happens to you or the children. And that is to me, in my opinion, something that, you know, would not otherwise be afforded if we didn't have men. And in addition to the fact that, um, the, you, you still need the, the sperm or seed from a man in order to bring forth that same life. Um, so, uh, you know, that's all I have on that. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. We're, we're meant, we're meant to work together. We're meant to work as a team and every, every male, female combination on earth understands that all the mammals, especially, but even the other creatures, the male, female dynamic is crucial. If you're trying to be a team, if you're trying to be a loner, if you don't give a damn, if you're on your own thing, if you're doing your OFP, as we say in the Navy, then it doesn't matter. And you don't care about women, and, and that's fine. But I, I revere women not because they're superior, but because they bring such value. I'm not, the, I'm not even close to the only man on earth who loves women. Now, in this space, it seems mm. that loving women is a rare thing. And, and if a person doesn't love women, I, that's their business. They don't have to love women. Yeah. But I do. That's a good I point. love women. Some of the I men in this space just tolerate women. But you and do have to love women. Right. And that's their business. But mm -hmm. then, but, but, but I think that if you just tolerate women or if they're not so interesting, then why are you so upset? So I think a lot of people are confused. Mm. A lot of people are here. Yeah, because the opposite of, of these, the opposite of love isn't hate. Like it would be a you difference. Go. If you're hating different. them, Right, absolutely. And you're, then it, they, what is jealousy, right? Jealousy is that thin line between love and hate. So a lot of men are on here who are jealous of what they perceive women to have as a benefit. Just like I said, racists are jealous of what they perceive different races to have as a benefit. And it's all, it's all, uh, it's all a logical fallacy. It's all a flaw in your thinking. If you're so worried about something that someone's getting instead of looking at the big picture, people who fail to look at the big picture. That's where we have the, a big problem because just pointing out one small thing, that's what a, that's where stereotypes exist. A stereotype is when you take some real facts, very few real facts, and then paint over all this other crap and then make it a generalization. And that's what we're doing in this space a lot. We're saying women this, women that, women the third. First of all, ain't none of the men in this space, no man ever has dated women. Men have dated some women. Men have dated the few women they've dated. But you can't talk about women based on your personal experience because you're neither a woman nor can you have been with all women. So the generalization is the flaw in thinking instantly you're making an error. It's, it, it's appropriate to make some generalizations. But when you're criticizing, the more you criticize, the less the generalization is going to be useful. When you criticize, you have to be specific because when you generalize, then it only takes one example to prove your, criti your criticism wrong. It only takes one good black person to prove a racist wrong. It only takes one good woman to prove a chauvinist wrong. It only takes one good anything to prove a person making a generalization about a big group wrong. 
So this whole entire space is set up to be wrong. It's it's a it's a it's a place where everyone comes with their flawed thinking and bashes women. It's it's not healthy. It's not productive. And thank goodness it's a very small space. What is manosphere? You know what fifty thousand people? And it's uh, seven point something billion. There's probably not more than that, Miss Rose. Uh, Miss George, I'm sorry. There's probably not more than that. You're not going to find a whole bunch of people in the sphere. The sphere is yeah. very, very, well, very small. He has a point in saying that it's wise. small, even if it were 100,000. That's small. still just a drop even in if, the bucket. Because, it it's, is, because y'all but, admitted earlier that the man, the, the black manosphere is smaller than the, than the white manosphere. So how big is the white manosphere? Because I've never met a single man in the white manosphere. And I, I, I work with tons and tons of white men. So, well, so, you may not know that they're involved in the white manosphere. True, true, like, true, when you true, know true, them, like true, it's, it's course, an al- you know, course, it's kind of algorithm driven, and it's it's it an is, e space. It it's is, virtual, absolutely. So, it's a, yeah. and there you go. A lot of people out here hiding. But the point is, it's not it's not the majority of anything. It's not the majority oh. of white men. It ain't the majority of black men. It ain't the majority of gay men. It ain't the majority of straight men. It's not a majority of any demographic. It's not even close to a majority. Well, I was gonna say. Okay. Um, with the arguments that the black man on spirit brings, I think that they bring a lot of the arguments forth about women because a lot of these arguments have been basically ignored for a long period of time and on a grand scale, right? Um, most people do not like to talk bad about the ills of black women especially of black women because um black women have gone through a lot within this country and um with our family structure we've gone through a lot but you do have some women that are just simply messed up and nobody has shed any spotlight on them um i do feel that men have taken a lot a lot of criticism um, from everybody. Um, if our men have been criminalized, um, our men have has been seen as predatory. They've been seen as terroristic, uh, just all kinds of bad stuff that people say about black men. And it's been said on a grand scale. And so now I feel like the spotlight is being shed on the women. So you can see um, another dynamic to that. So I, when you say that, um, like this space is very small and a lot of men don't think about or don't look at it and, and it's not the vast majority. Do you think that this mindset against black women is growing? Like, is there being more spotlight shed on bad black women? What do you think about that? So this is a problem I have coming to America. I'm an immigrant from South America and I'm, I'm, I didn't get a vote. I was just put into the African-American community. So when you come to America, they just put you in whatever you look like. And so I look most like African-American. And so that's what I'm in. And and so I decided to learn about African-Americans. And the more I learn about African-Americans, the more I'm amazed, absolutely amazed at all the accomplishments that African-Americans have made with the little tiny bit of support they have. I mean, the rest of the country just learned what an HBCU was this year, last year, because um, the vice president happened to have gone to HBCU. HBCUs have been around for 150 years. If you ask the average person how many HBCUs they are, they wouldn't know. And that includes any African-American you want. So there's lots of amazing things. The fact that HBCUs exist 150 years with little to no support from the government and in a group of people who were literally legally marginalized, the fact that they still exist is a testament to just one of the many, many, many 
great aspects of African-American. And so I understand where people say, hey, you know, African-American males have been downtrodden and beat down and, and run amok. And it's true. And it's not just African-American males. The men who dominate society are going to get the more attention. African-American females have been treated as bad or worse as African-American males. It's just that society don't look at you as a physical threat, so they don't have to put you in jail. But what's so different than being a housemaid for 18 hours a day for little to no money as an African-American female or being a man who's in jail? What, what's the, are, you, are you any better off just because you're not in jail when you have to walk? I mean, look at all these great movies we've seen, Color Purple. We've seen The Butler. We've seen all these other movies where it depicts the real strife of the African-American family. And I don't see the mm -hmm. African-American women living it up, drinking Mai Tais, kicking their feet up, having a great time while the African-American males are struggling. I see the African-American family struggling. I see them all working mm -hmm. their butts off to succeed and or stumbling and failing together. The men are the popular ones. I mean, we can name all the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's and so on. How many African-American females can we name? Did we forget that the women's rights movement became popular because of the African-American females who propped up the white females who brought it into the civil rights mm -hmm. movement? Because the women's rights movement wasn't even a thing before it became part of the civil rights movement. Well, how did True. it get from being nothing and you're born in your bras to being something in the 1970s? The way mm -hmm. it got all the way from the 1930s to the 1970s was because of African-American females. And we can't name a single one of those African-American females where the white females got the idea of women's rights from originally. Well, so I don't think it's a fair thing to say that African-American men are the ones who are being held accountable or looked at or, or looked down on and the African-American females aren't. The African-American females are worse than being looked down upon. They're being forgotten completely. Mm, and the African-American females are out here putting in, okay, uh, you do that in one second, but but the African-American females are out here putting in the work. And and I, the, the whole idea of talking bad about black females doesn't make any sense to me anyway. Mm. When you find something bad, you identify it. It would be like me writing a book about rotten apples. If I have a barrel of apples and one is bad, I don't have to make a hoorah about it. I take that bad apple out of my batch and I sell my barrel of good apples. And I would mm. challenge anyone to find me a book about the, the bad apples that someone took out of their barrel. We don't hear about it. It's not, this whole space uh, virtually makes no sense. We know that there's bad people in every single group there is. The goal is to avoid those bad people. But spending your time bashing them and talking bad about them, how does that help anyone? Who has been helped by the, 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 the talking bad about the, the people who are the problem in the community? Well, I, isn't that the same thing as other groups talking bad about us? What, what, what's the difference? Mm. I think you bring about some great points, Paco, but I do ha I have a, a number of things floating around in my head. And, and um, I just want to add address them one at a time. A, a Let's address things. them one at a time. Number Let's one, go. the very first thing that I want to ask is, do you personally think that you have a problem empathizing and sympathizing with black men, African-American men, because you don't have um, the same experiences that they have because you're you're not an African-American man? It's the very first question that I have to ask. Okay, I have some problem, but I don't think it's because I'm not African-American because like I said, I've been in the country the majority of my life and mm -hmm. I was thrown into the African-American community. So it's not like I've, I've been in some ivory tower somewhere and I just right. hang out with black people on the weekends. I don't have a choice. When the police mm -hmm. pull me over, they treat me the exact same way they treat African-American men. There's no differentiation Absolutely. in that you came here from a Caribbean country. 
I get jacked on the floor. Same I, that when I when I go to a job interview, I get the same treatment. When I go to school, mm-hmm. I get the same treatment. When I'm in, I don't I don't get to turn off my African Americanness, even though it's not authentic. It You're just right. Is uh, uh, what reason- I, so I, I what I, I'm saying that to say mm-hmm. that I have the same experiences as as yes. all the other African American males. So whether it's technically true or not, no one cares, right? The people who treat me mm-hmm. differently don't care that it's technically not true. They're not going to be like, oh, my bad, bro. We should treat you differently now. It doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I've been through the same exactness. I was a baby daddy at 19 years old. I was. But that's I, not I synonymous with black men. Like, see, this is what I'm saying. That's the reason that I ask you the question, because Paco, like I, I, I agree with a lot of what you say. But I have to admit, uh, you know, as a black conscious woman, when I am in conversation, not not typically people who are West Indian or Caribbean, because they typically have more relatability, but but some of them. Um, you know, quite a few, like I've been in conversation with some West Indians, a lot of Africans, uh, with some people that are Haitian, whatever have you. And they seem to lack that empathy. They seem to come in with the notion that black Americans need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They seem to, um, buy into a lot of the, um, indoctrination that, that, um, white people do to Americans and African Americans fight back so hard against. They seem to kind of be more likely to buy into that and feel as though, you know, um, they seem to buy into the stereotypes about African-Americans. And is, I, I want to agree with you. Okay. Mr. Rose, I want to agree with you because I've experienced that also. I remember the first time I, my, my father worked in, uh, in politics in Washington, D.C. So I grew up kind of in the Washington, D.C. area. And I remember one time we were at, uh, he, my father's a preacher, and we were at a, a, a dinner, a uh, post-church uh, uh, dinner, and my father was criticizing some of the people. I don't know who brought it up, but someone was criticizing how how the hip hop community is really disrespectful and they need to do better and, and they need to you know pull up their pants and all these stereotypes. And I remember the first time I told my dad, have you ever been to a HBCU? And I said that in response to the critics of how black people are out here doing hip hop and they're sagging their pants and they're selling drugs. And I said, have you ever been to a HBCU? And he's like, well, why you ask that? I said, if you go to an HBCU, you'll see the black people who don't sag their pants, who are getting an education and who are giving an education, not just the students who are black, but the teachers are also black and the whole community is black. And these are all people contributing healthy and well to, the, to, the, to society who are also black. So you can't just look at the news and listen to the stereotypes from people who don't like black people and talk about what they're doing wrong. You have to look at both sides and go somewhere and see the, the black people who are doing very well and who are doing the right things. And I remember years later, my father calls me and he was just hyped to call me. And he was like, I've been calling. I'm like, well, what's going on? Is it emergency? He's like, no, I'm at this HBCU. And you were right. These kids are got their clothes on right. They're heading to class. They got books. The teachers are black, and and he had to go there for a political situation. But he was, he had an awakening. So I I say all that to say I have had both sides. I've had the side of a Caribbean person not understanding that what people say about African Americans is mostly stereotyped and mostly not true, and having to learn the difference between a stereotype of African-Americans and the real African-Americans. And I've also been on the other side where people assume those negative things about me and I have to show right. who I really am. So I, like I keep saying, I don't get a break. I don't get a space where I just get to be assumed that I'm the good guy. Every step of the way, I'm the bad guy. And I have to prove right. myself just because society hates African-Americans. And but I you're, live in that you're having to prove yourself. 
Absolutely. And you're having to prove yourself because phenotypically you are a black man and that the, the very, um, the very um, disparaging things that they think about black men, the, the, that they're, they're, you know, uh, too aggressive, that they're violent, that they, you know, will rape their white daughters. Like all of those things are, are, are being attributed to you as a black man too. And I guess for me as a, as a black conscious woman, I, empathize with my brothers wholeheartedly. I've seen their struggles and I know that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, and oftentimes the, the, the criminal, like the criminal justice system is doing exactly what it's designed to do. Um, there are a ton of stats, even if you look at the, um, FBI.org.gov uh, website, that there are stacks that stats that show that the, 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 wide contrast between how black males are criminalized versus their white counterparts. I understand that black women have also, uh, you know, been been oppressed in this country, but there is an intentional effort to allow black women to be elevated, to raise black women up in an effort to um, break down the black family because, uh, you know, they, they, we were studied. They understand that when you raise the when you raise the women up, when you raise the women up and give them opportunity all while, uh, you know, um, putting black men in a position where they can't succeed, that it, it, it destroys the family dynamic, that the women won't respect the men, that it's difficult for that family structure to remain intact when you, uh, when, when one in uh, every four black males have, have some sort of criminal record, you know, they, they understand, like, it's a systemic effort to break down the black family. And in doing that, there are some ways in which black women are being allowed to be elevated while black men are being, you know, um, kept held back. Before so I'm you with respond, you, I'm with you. Before you respond, let me just get the super chat out the way. Shout out to David Johnson. He says, we, we're not the majority and that's what makes us priceless. Black men had no choice before the manosphere and the minority are usually the superb exceptions. Remember, rareness is valuable. Um, thank you so much, David Johnson. And Paco, you can go ahead and respond. So, Sister, Sister Rose, I agree with you the majority of what you said, that there's a systemic effort to destroy the Black family. What I don't agree with you is that they're elevating African-American females. They're not elevating African-American females. African-American females are elevating themselves for the majority of it. The, the society yeah. doesn't care about African-American females. Society You're right. But say, you know what? We like you. Let's, let's bring right, you Paco. in. That's not what's they happening. They are elevating you themselves. They yeah. are, but you know why? That's what the, the so, effort, so the systemic effort that I'm talking about men, is. Even them though giving African American men have records, like effort. if you if you give, but not but but right. you said that, so. I'm sorry. You said 25 percent have a record, so we can't overlook the 75 yeah. percent who don't have a record and and only focus on the 25 percent who do have a record. There are 25%. We, I'm not going to argue Absolutely. this. We agree I'm, on the I'm just naming one way in which blacks are marg black men are marginalized. Black That's people one way are in which black men. There's a, you don't separate No, them. because you the, the stat isn't the same for black women. But that's yeah, but the that, stat that, isn't the that, same that, for black women. That statistic isn't the same for black women. But the process, the systemic effects 
all black people. It doesn't, it doesn't stop at black men. It doesn't affect black men more. The only part I disagree with you is I don't think that the systemic racism affects black men more than black women. I don't agree with that. You I may feel that way. You have a right to that. But I think I'm, I'm that it using my Just even using people. my personal experience, my fiance is far more degreed than I am. Not only that, he was an entrepreneur for like nine years, had his own business. He does not have, he moved here from the Northeast. He does not have a, a, a fraction of the opportunities that I have. He's far more articulate. He is uh, far more intelligent, well-read, well-rounded, extremely smart man, but he is alpha masculinity. When he walks in a room, a white man is looking at him thinking, I'm not letting this big fucking buck around all these white women. He had a horrible time for years trying to break into corporate America here in the South. And it is because of him being a black man, because he's more qualified than most of the people. I've referenced him for jobs and I knew he was more qualified than most of the people in the office and they wouldn't give him a call back. There is a systemic effort to keep black men out. They think that black men are workhorses. You see a man with 50 inch um, uh, shoulders and 20 inch arms, you think they gonna let him in, walk around in a suit looking like a million bucks in an office with an office full of white women? They're not going to do it. They will allow a black woman in there because black women will play the gatekeeper. They will keep the black man out. Black women will come in there and, and, and kowtow. Black women will come in there and do the work of three mm. white women. Black men do not get the the same opportunities. I cannot argue that. I cannot argue that. Like I said, I, we we barely disagree. I don't even want to say I disagree with you because <laughs> I'm in that situation. I'm not as big as as you've described your fiance to be, but I have long dreads or shoulder length dreads, whatever way you want to call them. Mm. Instantly, I'm wrong. I have a management degree. In aviation, you don't need a management degree. So every time I apply for a job to move up the scales, I don't get a call back, even if I've been in a company for a year or two, just because they would rather get someone who's not black. Simply put, I have many, many, many times been the smartest person in my group and, and not recognized. So I, mm -hmm. I'm living what your, your fiance is living, what millions and millions of black men are living. And I totally get your point that, that they will tolerate a black woman before they tolerate a black man. Uh, that is inarguable. That is absolutely inarguable. Thank you. That that was just what I was trying to say. Sorry for getting so passionate. I just I see this and I live you it. And be I, I denied it until I actually witnessed it for my own self. And I was like, wow, is this really happening? So um yeah, thank you, Paco. Um, shout out to David Johnson. He says, get him concrete. Um, shout out to you, David Johnson, and Shout out to Miss Danica Marie um, for the crown, honey. We really, really appreciate you guys Thanks, coming guys. through. Um, please, please, please hit the like button because um, y'all know it's lit over here because we're going to stay lit. And y'all know we got Paco over here and Paco's lit and concrete's lit. And I'm Definitely lit. So, yes, um, hit the like button. Um, concrete, did you have anything else, honey? Y'all, well, we can open it up. I have some questions, but I'm gonna work them into the conversation because this is good, and that's why I absolutely love having Paco on because yes. he keeps it on fire, he's definitely interesting, and he's dropping some things to make me think and reconsider. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, Paco. Um, if you want to open it up, you can. I have a whole list of questions, so I'll ask something while Yo, you I think I, I will somebody was saying, I think somebody was saying that. <laughs> 
this is this is this is what you call a desperate comment. Somebody a comment said that men coach those young boys that the women raised so to to be athletes. And mm-hmm. the that's really, really, really a far stretch. Because the last time I checked, your coach don't put no food on your damn table. Your coach don't keep your lights on. Your coach, if you're lucky, he might. But in the rarest case, he'll get you some shoes. Your coach is not going to be the one up studying with you. I ain't never heard of nobody's coach nursing them back to help when they got sick. So to suggest that all these things that the single mother, in the case we're talking about athletes coming from single mothers, to suggest all these critically important things that a single mother has to do to get that child to even be in a sport and overlook that order to say that, hey, men are the ones who get men to childhood, to, uh, from childhood to adulthood. It's absurd. We don't need to have these ridiculous childish comments and childish conversations. Why can't we just talk all about the truth? Why can't we focus on the truth? If we focus on the truth, we don't have to do this. You don't have to have such a far stretch. Women are out here doing the most to take care of the children. And the majority of the time, it's not because the woman wants to do it on her own. It's because a man isn't interested at that time of being involved. And lucky for him, he can just up and leave and come back if he wants to. And, and, and sometimes he doesn't. And we know this because we are in the same African-American community. And statistically, eight out of 10 of you come from a single parent household. So I don't understand why you're going to be in this space and overlook your own personal experience. You were raised by just your mom. Your dad was doing whatever it was he was doing. That's his business. Who are we to, to, to comment on that? But the fact that he wasn't there for you, but you're going to come in here and bash women. You're going to come in here and say, there's something wrong with these hood girls and all these girls on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. What about your mother? What about just that? Tell me about how great your mother was and how she's the reason why you are where you are today. Let's talk but you about know that what, though, You know what I've noticed is that a lot of men don't really give props to their mom as m- mm. much as they would give props to themselves for what Not they have. Not in this space do. they don't, but other men do. Right. Day, right. Right. Up. Some of us some of us are committed to Mother's Day. That some used of us to be know. all you would see is black men saying thank my you. mama for having my back. I'm but you. now I'm in this you. space they don't do that. Kevin, You're right. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant said his mom is a real MVP. You can't talk about his damn coach before you talk about the mother who got him to the damn practice. Right. The coach didn't drive him to practice. Point. I mean, the that's idea that, that, okay. that, that the mom is just no big deal and the coach is the one, or, or he's the great <laughs> thing. What was he before his mother took care of him? He didn't exist. You know what was why, he before Paco? he got the MVP? You, you I know, know why. why? People are because childish. they look at it, well, <laughs> yeah, that too, but they look at it as though mama put herself in that position to be a single mother. So they're, and they're that's right. foolishness. Mama. And, and that's why I got to push back. That's the main thing I got to mm-hmm. push back on. If we're not going to say nothing, we're not going to say nothing. We could just mind our business and don't talk about nobody. But if we're going to bring up the topic, I refuse to sit here and listen to men who grew up in a single family household tell me that it's their mother's fault that their father wasn't there. Either mm. you're the man and you make the damn decisions or you not. Nobody could tell me, and I'm a single father, and my baby mother couldn't tell me not to be around my daughter. The reason my daughter moved in with me after high school, I didn't force her, I didn't coax her or nothing. She wanted to, to, to experience living with her father. The reason we had that kind of relationship is because I've been in her her whole life. My family wasn't new to her. My, the situation wasn't new to her. She just wanted to make a little change. She wanted to, to, her and I was working on some plans. She wanted to move closer to me. So no one could tell me who was a single father that my baby mother is going to stop me from seeing my child. The law says both parents are born with custody. And if you go to court, you get your certain amount of time for custody. Mm-hmm. Eight out of 10 of the people on in this space 
grew up in a single family home where their father didn't want to be involved, didn't want to be. And if he wanted to be involved, if he was the man that y'all claim these men are, he would have been involved. So don't talk about mm. your mother making something happen. Talk about your father not making it happen. Talk about mm. how your father Ooh. abandoned you. Talk about your father not being the man oh. that you pretend men are. We out here talking about some. Somebody said, oh, we're the, we're the minority and men are valuable. If you're so damn valuable, be valuable to your kids. That's the only person you need to be valuable to, the person you give life to. Don't worry about being valuable to women. What you worried about women for? You don't even like them. They ain't worth nothing. Be valuable to your kids. Be that daddy for your kids. Drop your kids mm. off every day at practice. Be there when your kids need chicken noodle soup when they're sick. Study with your kids. We just came through a pandemic and we found out that half the parents out here can't do no kind of studying with their kids. I'm not talking about black parents. I'm talking about half the parents in America can't contribute a damn thing to their kids' education. They was crying mm. because their kids was home for a couple right. of hours. You Say such a man. What, what happened to all these men? Come on now, what happened to all these men who are such great men who are so valuable? Why weren't y'all studying with y'all kids helping them get through the pandemic study time? You mm. all that? You know whose kids, you know whose kids didn't complain about it? My kids. You know why? Because their mm. daddy was with them. Even though I was on Zoom, we were studying together. If they had some questions, I researched it. We did papers together. Because that's what real men do. And I feel like I all this it. arguing in this space is ignoring personal responsibility. The primary focus of my book, I say 99% of the solutions in your life start with self. And if the people in this space realize that the solution to whatever problem you have really start with you, you stop talking bad about women. You stop checking women. You stop correcting women. Correct your damn self. In my family, we say, take the beam out your eye before you take a speck of dust out of somebody else. That means worry mm -hmm. about yourself before you take somebody else. Or in America, I think y'all say, uh, if people in glass houses don't throw stones. If there are a lot of people in this space throwing stones who don't even have a house, much less a damn glass house. Mm. And that's what I mean. That's Paco. all I'm trying to say. Well, I I'm, have two quick oh. questions after the super chat, but go ahead, uh, Boo. I'll ask one and then I'll work the other one into the conversation. Okay, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, salute to Concrete for her compassion for thank black you, Leo. plight. Um, thank you so much, brother Leo. Shout out to Jack Spade again. He says, I did not say that. I said coaches introduced them to the sports and provided the coaching, not the mother. I disagree with that, Jack Spade. Mom, mothers typically introduce their son to sports. Uh, Danny has a son. I, I have so many nephews. It's the moms yeah. that are like, I'm getting him into Little League or getting him into baseball. Jack it's not Spade, the coaches. Jack Spade yeah. ain't, got, ain't got nothing to say. He's just pulling at straws. He's just desperately trying to get attention. We hear you, Jack Spade. You got some attention, okay? <laughs> Shout out to John Doe. He says, salute to Concrete Rose, honey. Thank, Thank you, John. you so yeah, much, Salute John. to Concrete, yes. I have one quick question and then we'll let the panel guests get in here and I'll ask my other one later. Um, I want to know, number one, uh, is it hypocritical for women to fight for equality, but want and have an expectation of men to protect them? So if we're equal, you don't need my protection, right? Is that is that exactly. hypocritical? Yes, yes. If, if we're equal, you don't need my protection. And, and, and I was going to say to you earlier that most women are out here protecting themselves any damn way. So we acting like you're one of the fortunate ones, right? Uh, in this space, they brought up every single time I've been on a call, they brought up how black women are not getting married a lot. And the statistic is that only 20, was it 28% of black women get married? A quarter yeah, of black a, women ever get married? That's a statistic. That that's yeah, statistic yeah, yeah. is but, through 29. By, 45, by 55, I think there's 50% of black women that are married. Absolutely. But let's just go with the lower end for argument's sake that 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 only only a quarter of black women get married. Right. Well, one, 
if only a quarter, it's important to look at how many people in America get married. If we just say black women and we pretend like everybody else in America is getting married, but except for black women, a quarter of black women get married and only a third of white women get married. Not even a whole third. It's like 33, 32, 31%. So only 7% more of the overwhelming majority gets married. The whole country as a whole, only 30 something percent, only a third of people in the entire country get married, much less stay married. So we can't look at black women as if they're just going to be some kind of magical entity unto their own. They're part of America. They're called African Americans for a reason. They're part of the American culture, American society. So that we have to look at all the groups and how nobody is getting married at more than 35% in America. Nobody. And secondly, when we talk about, about, you know, how if, if we say that women are not getting married, then who's protecting them? Clearly, the statistic says only 25% of them are getting married. So that means 75% of the women are protecting their damn self. So I keep saying in this space, we're lacking something called critical thinking, where you think of both sides of the thing, your opinion, but the other person's opinion. You're informed about. Paco, and then you, you get out. information about the oh, other. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm talking about critical thinking. I'm saying we're missing critical thinking in this space because people only talk about one side of everything. If you say 25% of black women, only 25% of black women get married, then you have to admit that 75% of black women are protecting themselves. Because they well, don't that's have not what I meant. I meant like not you. No, 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 not you. I know, no, but Rose, I posed the question to you, you, so I want to. I know, but I, I but my question. I, I just want to add clarity. I'm talking about like women desiring protection, like when they're out in public, if they're if someone yes. costs them. Okay. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I'm saying the statistic that says that women aren't getting married, or only a minority of women, quarter of women are getting married, then we have to conclude that the 75% of women who don't have men protecting them and men protecting them aren't protecting themselves. We have to come to that conclusion. Those two things go together. The statistics are talking about both ends. And, and, and okay. to answer your question even more directly, every woman is not the same. Every woman is not making the same choice. Every woman isn't even a feminist. Sure. Some women want to be submissive. Some women want to have that man around all the time and in, in a relationship that she chooses. And the right for her to choose that should be upheld. Legally, figuratively, everything. Whatever you choose, you should, within reason, you should have. So some women want to be submissive and some women want to be dominant. Feminism is about equality. And, and when you're allowed to choose, that's within equality, when you can choose. So if a woman wants to have a man who protects her, then she's going to have to find a man who agrees with that kind of lifestyle, who agrees with what she requires. Or in other words, maybe she'll agree with what he sets out as the, as the parameters of the relationship. And that's absolutely fine. I don't think I'm not espousing that we force women to do anything. I'm not going to force a woman to be a feminist. I'm not going to force women not to be a feminist. Women who want to have a, a, a relationship with the structure that they feel comfortable with, they should have that. Does that answer your question? That, yes, it does, uh, Paco. Um, thank you, thank you for um, for your response because you added uh, a different layer to it and um, something that's very important is that uh, number one, not all women are the same. Not all women are putting themselves in these compromising positions. Not all women uh, are expecting protection. Not all women 
are, um, you know, there are a number of women who aren't even single in the first one. So uh, there are different nuances to be considered as it relates to the question. But I wanted to kind of uh, read the super chat and get some of the fellows that are on the panel in and see what questions or commentary uh, they have on the topic. Uh, we got a super chat from Demetrius. Thank you, Demetrius. He says, well, Paco, that's why we need more women speaking here. Um, thank you, Demetrius. We appreciate you. Uh, then we got one from Black Wizard. He says, Paco, people tend to blame, but responsibility is shared. Men have responsibility in the single parent. And for most of our lives, we've heard how men should be better. Mom is also responsible. This space exists to acknowledge that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Black Wizard. We appreciate you. And that's a good point that you made, too. Yes. Um, Sean, what, what's your I agree, uh, thoughts? I agree with Black oh, ahead, we, we have to be responsible. Yeah. And that's part of my position. The equality means we all, the men don't have to be more responsible and the women less. The women don't have to be less responsible and the men more. We all should be responsible. I 150 million percent agree with Black Wizard on that. Mm, that's another good point too, um, Paris. I won't uh, spend too much time on this, but Paris says, if feminism is about equality, why call it feminism and not egalitarianism? I had a question on my in my um, list that uh, kind of wanted to address that and regarding like the men's rights groups. If if feminism well, is for equality, is would, would there be a need for uh, men's rights groups? If okay, it wasn't, so it wasn't filled it's with so misandry? important. It's a really, mm -hmm. really, really important question. And thank you, Mr. Paris, for asking and, and Ms. Rose for asking. Listen, if we can't ignore the past just because we feel a certain way today, if you go to the doctor and you have a toothache, the doctor is going to ask you not only about your recent health or your health throughout your life, they're going to ask you about your family health because it's important to know the history of the situation. You can't come into this manosphere space and ignore the history of human, of human beings. You can't ignore 150,000 years and men dominating for 99.998% of that time and all of a sudden say, well, why do we need feminism? We need it because clearly we weren't treated women as equal for the whole time. The percentage of time, the 40 years, what, what percentage is, is 40 years out of 150,000? That percentage is all the sliver that women have even attempted equality. We're not even at equality yet. So how are you going to forget that 99.998% of the time and say, well, why do we need equality? We need equality because we haven't been doing it right this, this whole time. That's why. We need equality. We need a name for it. And we need, to, we need to acknowledge it. And we need to promote it. And we need to work on it constantly because we have not been doing that. It's the exact same way that we need civil rights. It would be saying, well, why do we need civil rights? Why do we have to march? Why did Martin Luther King get bashed over the head and John Lewis get bashed over the head? Because people weren't being equal at that time. They weren't being fair. So we, it, we can't ignore the history. And, and I think we all would agree, since this is a African-American space, that we needed to work on civil rights, right? We all would agree that they weren't treating us equally and fair and with respect. Uh, yeah, and they that's still an aren't. understatement. Work on it. But that's yes, a, absolutely, we needed to address same, it. And it's the exact same understatement. It's an even bigger understatement for women because slavery in America is a 400-year 400 400 year history. The, the, the second class citizenship of women is 149,000 years. So if we can see the value in fighting for civil rights and equality for African-Americans, how can we miss the value in fighting for equal rights for women? How is that even possible? 
Thank you. Thank you, Paco, for that. I am going to let Sean get in here with a comment um, and then we'll um, go ahead and move the panel forward so the fellas can chime in. Sean, what are your thoughts on the topic or do you have a specific question that you want to pose to Paco? Yes. Hi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. I have a kind of a thought slash question, so I'll make it try to make it as clear as possible. Um, Paco, I would say that I, I agree with you in the sense that uh, I, I I agree with uh, feminism in its first wave and its second wave, meaning that I, I, I do believe that women should have the choice and the freedom to do whatever they want, i.e. the first wave of feminism. If a woman wants to be a housewife, she could be a housewife. If she wants to, you know, go work in uh, corporate America, she could do that. She can have the freedom and a decision in the choice to do whatever she wants. And I and also agree with you in the second wave in the sense that it's more about equality, which means that, okay, I do believe that many women should be treated as equal. However, I think the problem arises that um, just because that you are guaranteed an equal opportunity doesn't mean you're guaranteed an equal outcome. Meaning that uh, the problem arises when uh, a man and a woman, I guess, are in the same space, same uh, workplace. And just because the man is able to, uh, you know, shoot up the corporate ladder. I, I think that women sometimes uh, believe that they should be able to do the same thing, even though that, you know, you might not have the same talent and ability as a man, but you think you expect the same outcome as the man, just because, you know, you have the same equality, you have the same uh, job title, whatever. So I, I just want to get your thoughts on that. And also my, you know, sort of question is, why is it that we don't see a lot more feminists fighting for men's rights if feminism is about equality? When you think that they would be fighting more for men's rights? Because as we articulated earlier, men sometimes do get screwed in the court system and so forth. So why don't we see a lot of feminists fighting for men's rights if it's about equality? Oh, man. Thank you so much for that question. I really appreciate that. So in preparation for this show, I went on and I'd like to I'd ask anyone who, who's also listening to go to YouTube and Google um, feminism, uh, videos on feminism. I came across this video about feminism and it was a TED talk, TEDx, and the lady was from India and her name was Deepatra something. I apologize. I can't pronounce her last name. I, I don't speak Hindi, but she was speaking about how in India there are... 10 rule laws, 10 recent laws in the last 40 years that protect women and they help women to gain rights and so on. Uh, you may or may not know in India, there's been a an epidemic of gang rapes. So it's common in the last hundred years for a group of men to just rape a woman in public or wherever. It just happens. And so finally, in the last 40 years, they've made some laws. And so that swung the pendulum completely in the other way. And the woman was making a point that this young man hung himself because he got accused of, his, uh, of his, his, his wife. He married a woman. Then she wanted a dowry, but the dowry is no longer acceptable. And so because she couldn't trick him or force him into giving up the dowry, she accused his brother and his father of, of touching her. And, and he ended up hanging himself because he, he was so ashamed and he couldn't figure out how to get through the problem. And the woman was saying, how could we as a society allow a law that's there to help to protect women be used as a weapon to destroy a man. And so I think that if we care to hear it, we're not in the 1980s or 70s anymore. If we actually care to hear both sides of any story, we can find it. And there are tons of women. That's just one video I watched today about women who are defending men. And there was another British woman. There was, there's, there's lots of women who like the sisters in this group right now who defend men. 
the sisters not in the group, the sisters who are hosting our show today, the Fen Men. We all just heard Concrete's passionate uh, opinion and, and, and example and experience about her defending her man. So there are women who defend men. They're not few and far between. They're not rare. They just don't call themselves feminists. And so I call myself a feminist because I believe in equality. And so that is what feminism is about. Even if people don't believe that, that's what it's about. And yes, there are people who misuse feminism. And to your point about the first and second wave, I'm glad that we could agree. But where I, where I, where I disagree with you is that you say that women may not have the same talent as a man. That doesn't, that doesn't make practical sense. All people have all kinds of talent. And whatever talent a person has, they should be allowed to try to use it. There's no guarantee of anything. Feminism doesn't guarantee an outcome. The, the position that a person is taking on equality doesn't guarantee anything. Equality is an ongoing living process. Every day it has to keep being adjusted and readjusted and readjusted. It's like sailing a ship. You don't sail a ship over one wave and then you made it. It's straight from there. Every moment you're constantly, uh, Sister George can tell you this as a former sailor, you're constantly dealing with the waves. That's the same thing as equality. Once you take a position on equality, it's constantly going to be moving up and down. And that's fine. I don't think that we have to guarantee anything in order to respect equality and to respect each other, which to me is really the point, respecting each other as human beings. Okay. I'm going to read the super chat real quick. Shout out to Black Wizard. He said, the past gets acknowledged when treating a problem. If ego... Can y'all say that word for me? Arianism. That part um, was true. <laughs> then addressing what's happening now would also address what's happened before. Ego egalitarianism <laughs> would also address the past. Um, thank you. Black God. wizard is black wizard is is talking in fantasy instead of in practicality. First, he made up a word, so we know it's a fantasy. He just made up a word, and then secondly, he's acting like as we can follow, go back in time and address things. We can only look to the past. You can only look to the past as an example for what you could do today and hopefully in the future. You can't go back in time. So his whole point about, well, if it was real, it would affect the past. It can't. We can't affect the past. And everybody knows that. And this is the kind of thing I talk about in this space. Instead of just saying, let's keep working on being equal, Black Wizard would like to create a fantasy world where if we dress it, it magically fixes everything. And there are mm. no magic fixes. And I, I don't okay. think that's a part of a, a healthy conversation where we, we throw these non sequiturs out there and these fantasy comments. Why do we need to distract from the point? Women and men I don't think he was saying he made up a word. He said a word. No, I know, I'm, call, I'm saying his word is made up. I know he no, didn't say it's that. It's actually not. Yeah, that's it's a real word. <laughs> is it really a word? Uh, that, well, yeah. I, I got to thank Black Wizard because you just taught me a word. I never heard yeah. that word ever. But even if it is really a word. It essentially means equality. Right, it is a I word. Tell, I can tell from the core of it that it's a, that it would mean equality, but but even why why would we distract from from wouldn't femini we can say feminism and inequalitarianism would be the same thing? It would be a synonym, so we don't need to get rid of feminism for equalitarianism. They're synonyms. Fine, you have two different words for the exact same thing. It's not a conflict or or a magical thing that we need to say. Well, it'll also fix the past. That's not possible. We can only fix today what we have the opportunity to to do in our lifetime. That's it. We can't go back in time. Mm. 
Good point, Paco. Thank you. Thank you for responding to that, to that um, super chat. Um, I wanted to get CJ on in here and get his uh, thoughts on the discussion or if he has a specific question for Paco. Uh, what's up, CJ? What you got? Peace to everybody. Um, I'm going to be calm and respectful. But there were just a lot of Thank things. Thank you. That... We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. There's just a lot of things that just are just factually incorrect. Number one, he said that, well, when you point out the stat of single motherhoods, that stat only means that the parents are not married in the same house. It does not mean that the father is not involved. It means that they don't, they're not married in the same house. So it's not 80% of us growing up without fathers. 80% of us are born outside of marriage, but that doesn't Mr. mean PJ. that. No, 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 no. I'm not no, interrupting no, you. No, I just no. want to clarify something because if you, if you, you, you're saying something I didn't say, so I just yeah, want to clarify. Yeah, that's what you said. I, but I didn't say that that the father wasn't in in eighty percent. I said if the father, if you said father, most of us are growing choice. up without fathers, that's what you said. And that's I, exactly what he said. That. that is what I, I said. Know what? No, no, hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify. And then we can move on. Go I didn't ahead, misspeak. Go. I'm saying that the single parents are of the choice. The man made a choice not to be there. If your father is just not married, like I'm a, I'm a single parent. I wasn't married to my daughter's mother, but I was in her life. Your father could have been the same thing. That's fine. But you're not complaining about a father who was there. You're complaining about a father who wasn't a person, not you. Anyone bringing that point up is complaining about a father who wasn't there. So I'm saying we need to acknowledge that these mothers are raising these children without the father. You can't ignore that just because you want to change. Whatever number you want to pick, please acknowledge that the majority of single parent households, the mother is the one doing the majority of raising. Now, you can explain why the father's not there. That's your business. I didn't try to explain that, but we need to acknowledge that. That's all I'm saying, sir. Okay, continuing on, because we, we, we've just established that a lot of these kids do have both parents. They're just not together. So, so moving on. Also, you said that when people get the divorce and the man pays, it's because he, he cheated. Most of these times, it's because he's cheated. I'm almost certain you've never heard of a no-fault divorce, which means there doesn't have to be any cheating or abuse. If a person wants to get a divorce, they can just leave. And if they have a good lawyer... And especially if they were a stay-at-home mom, they can get alimony and spousal support without cheating because there is a such thing as a no-fault divorce. It's just but, simple things that you just don't know but that you're just C speaking on. CJ, I'm very, very, very dangerous. You can't just speak on things you don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, we do have to keep in mind, we do have to keep in mind that most women in marriages work. So when you guys get to talking about women being at home and then the woman winning all this money in the divorce, that's not really going to be correct within our community. So we need to kind of speak um, on accuracy. Like that's not really a thing within our community um, to where the women don't work and the women are stay at home um, wives. That's not really a thing here. So well, that's not even a thing. I agree with age. you, but this but, is not but even two thousands. Oh, that's boy. that's not being a thing fifty years ago. When, oh, where, where are these well, think, where, where are these women who who are stay at home moms now? The majority of people work. Period. That's what we talk about it every year. When the economy, the economy, economy. The majority of both people work. 
So why are we even talking about this insignificant small number of stay-at-home moms, right? And, and even and, if, and even if she does work, if he makes more, she can still get support from him. In absolutely the right. You're absolutely right. So what? But, so your whole but, point didn't but, make any sense at all. No, it didn't make sense. Well, go ahead, exactly. CJ. We don't want to do the you, back and forth. Make, I want you to go ahead and it, hold it, on one second, Paco, because I know he talks this a is lot. Like we get no. We're hold on. We're getting yeah, into yeah. the weeds and. I don't want to get bogged down with like the the the, the minutia. So um, we we clarified clarified that point, and I wanted to allow CJ the opportunity to uh, finish his commentary and see if there was a question. If not, y'all let you, I'll let you Paco go ahead then and respond to his commentary. Um, go ahead, CJ. Yeah, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. The only reason I like um I joined in the panel and all that just is just because what a lot of what you're saying has a tone of Praise the woman, and there's nothing wrong with praising women. But it seems as if anytime we want to talk about things that need to be corrected, now we can't have that conversation. And that's part of the problem in the community. Back in the day, if you did wrong, male or female, you were shamed and shunned by the group. But now it's like, it's okay to shame and shun the men, but we can't shame and shun women. And so they're just free to run free and do whatever they want, which is part of the problem. I'll reject the Thank premise you, of that CJ. statement. Ahead, I don't think that women are running free to do whatever they want as if you have a choice. Who who are any of us to tell anyone else that they can't run free and do whatever? This is America of all places. Running free and doing what you want is what America was built on. So the idea that you're going to correct running free and do what you want, you're in the wrong country. You might want to move to Russia and figure out how to get your socialism on. The idea that, that women that women need to be corrected in the way that you want is absurd. Get you a woman and see if that works. And if that works for you and a woman, more power to you and her. But I'm not saying you can't do of women. I'm not saying you can't do what you want. But when you do something that is wrong, you should be called out for doing so. Like okay, if and I agree. And people call women out. But in this space, you only call women out. Balance means that you're going to call out all activities. Everyone in here mm. is about women the majority of the time but and there are there are plenty of people, spaces who talk about men so there is equality I, there are spaces I, that only I, talk about women i don't support i don't support that, that either women. i don't that's not equality when you're doing one-sided equality is doing both together or doing none zero is equal or one plus one is equal one and nothing is not equal it's just one so if i don't support wendy williams or any of those women show where they're bashing men i don't support the manosphere where they're bashing women. I'm consistent. There's something wrong with you because you're inconsistent. You want to bash women, but you don't want to hear bashing men, but you say there are people who do that. That's not a solution. They I'm not bashing bash anybody. I'm saying I didn't say I'm you bash. You. I said you support this space where they bash women. I don't. There's I also not a, don't support where they bash men. There's not a lot of bashing, bashing going people. on. There's a lot of truth telling going on. You call it truth telling, but the people who are hurt by what you say call it bashing. And the same way that the women call truth telling when they're talking bashing men, and you don't call it bashing. Whatever you call it, you should be able to see that it's not equal. Would oh no, when women talk about when women talk about deadbeat dads or Pookie and Ray Ray or whatever it is they talk about, if it's true, I accept it. 
that, but we yeah, don't but get CJ, that on the other like side. Y'all like to relegate the commentary of women to just Pookie and Ray Ray. Women don't say, "Hey, we're 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 making these bad." And I, and I I understand. I see both sides, but women don't say, "Oh, we're t- only talking about Pookie and Ray Ray when we talk about dead beats or we talk about this or talk about that." I think that the men in this space like like to uh, make the distinction that, "Oh, they're not talking about us; they're talking about Pookie and Ray Ray." However, all women are seen as one monolith. And and anything that's said about women, it's said in a general, um, in a general way. And they call all black men pussies. And they call Bro, we can't hear you. You got a lot of feedback. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not just. I'm not saying that it's just Pookie and Ray. I'm saying anything that is a popular talking point about black men. If it does apply to black men, I have to acknowledge that it's true. And if it doesn't apply to me, then I don't get personally offended. It either applies to me or it doesn't. It's either real or it's not. That's all I'm saying. They call black men dusty. They call us all, every last single one of us, dusties. Karan, that don't go against nothing that anyone up here has said. <laughs> so, so, like, when you saying that, oh, the men here doing one day, like, this was well, all in response. This was in response. And, and see, Rose, okay, you well, are... I, I understand that, Karan, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I wanted to ensure that CJ was finished with his point because I do want to actually get you in and let you speak to your actual points. But I know um, Bro David was next. Um, CJ, I, I know there's been, and I was trying to trying to prevent this like back and forth from happening. But I understand that this is um, being that this is the subject that it is, and and, and uh, we're all passionate about it. And and this is interesting dialogue. Everybody's being respectful, so it's cool. But uh, I wanted to ensure, just namely, that you have had the opportunity to uh, complete your thoughts before we move on to David. And thank you, Danny, for the super chat. We appreciate you, boo. Y'all better hit the like button for mama come out. That part. Mm. But yeah, and, yeah, I'm wrapping um, up. I this did want to address. Never mind. I ain't because he he just crazy. Um, who's next? Wait, CJ. CJ said he was wrapping up. Does that mean that you're done, CJ, or did you have something else to say before we go ahead and let David in? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. You know, there's a lot of people up here. I'm gonna keep it moving. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate your commentary, bro, David. What you got? Salute sisters, salute Concrete hey, Rose, hey. salute Sister George, salute, salute to everybody David. on the panel. Uh, y'all let me know if I start borging. I'm by airport and that planes fly over like every two minutes. So, uh, you know, I may go in and out. Just let me know so I can stop and then hold up. All right. Um, What's up, Paco? How you doing, Paco? Uh, good to see you again. All right. Um, I don't have no personal issue with you, Paco. But one thing I've learned about you since I've been seeing you on these panels, you speak opinionated things as if they're facts all the time. And I'm not saying that we all don't have opinions, but when you try to sell something opinionated as a fact, that's disingenuous. That shows you're not sincere you know, in, in, in your investigations and your argument when you do that, which proves your bias. When you listen to this playback, most of the playbacks, you say you're about equality, but most of your conversation is geared towards the benefit of women. Now, I'll say this. You can consider me one of the PR people of the manosphere. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm one of the public relations people of the manosphere. And I want to go on record and say that 
No one in the manosphere has a problem with women who conduct themselves like ladies. They're actually the MVP. They're actually what we're pushing for. The only women we have a problem with, but let me say this right. But, oh, we will literally take a raw shit on all rebellious ratchets and disrespectful loudmouth hoes because they are the problem. The women who conduct themselves like ladies are not the problem. They are the real MVPs. It's just not enough of them to go around. Now, with that being said, you talked about the manosphere being a small, minute group of minority. And I would tend to agree with that. So I would ask you, is the majority of the world smart? Was the majority of the world dumb? Then I would ask you, are smart people the minority or are smart people the majority? Now, coming back to what you said, you did make this statement. That's what I really came up here for, that you said most fathers left the house. Now, I won't even get into that. You said that was a different context. So I'll give you that. So what, I, what I'll go to is when you look at most of the divorces, they're initiated by the women. I even go on a limb to ask women and men in regular conversations in most relationships. Let's say people aren't married. In most relationships, does the man leave or does the woman get rid of the man? And most people I talk to tend to say the same thing like the divorce. It's usually the women who initiate the breakups in the relationship. Now, one more thing, and I'm going to keep it brief. Feminism is nothing but another word for female favoritism. And I gave you the definition of ism. Ism isn't about equality. Racism isn't about equality. Classism isn't about equality. So you're going to tell me feminism is? On that note, I'm going to keep it short and sweet so everybody else can get in. Y'all got it. Mm, Yo, Mr. Johnson, don't run away, man, because I need us to have a little, a little, I need, you ask me some questions I want to answer you directly. First off, the definition of an ism is a philosophy. So your point about an ism is not accurate to what you're stating. An ism is a philosophy, like socialism. Wait, but I gave you the definition of ism. No, so are we, can we agree (laughs) on the definition of ism? Is ism a, is ism for philosophies or not? What are you saying an ism is? I gave the definition in the super chat. Speak, brother. Speak. Come on now. Oh, speak just, up. What I mean, is but, an ism? I mean, but, uh, do, I, do I, need, I don't have the definition right before me. Do you want okay, me to pull it? Right, well, I don't me, have it right in well, front of me. Let me, let me go back. Got got you, okay, 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 please. It says a distinctive practice system or philosophy, typically a political ideology or an artistic movement. Correct. So that's exactly what I said. A, 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 a ism is a philosophy. That's exactly what that's I said. Not, wait, 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 like wait, wait. No, no, no. That's not all that's it exact. is. See, you, what you, no, no, no. What, what no, you're you doing can, is you you're reading. Wait, wait, let me just respond. You're reading a portion of it. There's more definitions to follow. That's not yeah, what I just are, I just read the first one. All of them, right. All of, oh, uh, pull up my super chat. Let me read the other one. It oh. says prejudice or discrimination on the basis of a specified attribute, which aligns with what David said. There are multiple, uh, you know, different. There are multiple definitions to every word, but that doesn't make, that doesn't make feminism. That, there's no way in, in your definition, either the definitions that you said, excuse me, that you posted, that said that feminism equates to women getting special treatment. That's not what that's not what feminism Did is. Did you not and, just and, say and that the, definition? And this is the funny part. <laughs> and this is the funny part. You looked up ism alone instead of looking at feminism, where feminism clearly says it's a philosophy on gender equality. So I don't understand why you would criticize someone for speaking as if they know. I posted the definition before the, before we started this. 
I established the definition before we started this. Now, you may not, I'm going to say this again because a couple of y'all have this issue. You may not agree with the definition of feminism, but you need to take that up with the dictionary. Don't take it up with me, brother. The definition of, of, of feminism is gender, a philosophy based on gender equality. The word equality is in it. Now, there are other definitions, but that's the one that I'm focused on. That's the one that I adhere to. I'm talking about feminism that works for me. I so can't then, talk about nobody else's so, feminism. So, so then what you're doing, you are being biased. You're picking and choosing no, no, the parts to, you you're like. You're trying to make no, me no, biased. No, that's every what definition, show, every like, word has multiple wait, definitions. Wait, I chose wait, one. Wait, I don't have wait, to choose wait, all of you, the definitions. Wait, wait a minute. You um, can't just name the parts of the puzzle you like and, and just totally leave like. out the parts. I'm talking that's about exactly the part that works for me. Listen. I'm You're not giving the. That works for I, I don't uh, want to get caught up on this specific point, but I do not, understand what you it's, both are it is saying. An important, I, I it's an important point, though, Concrete. Evolved. It's very yeah. important. It's a very important point because him and other people are trying to attack the definition because every single word has multiple definitions. So a person could use a definition. Every speaker will define his terms. But you conveniently say, left out. The downside of that, bro, saying. it's not convenient. I'm well, why didn't you name the whole thing? This, all right, wait, wait, that's Paco, not for me. Paco, I'm answering why. Let me answer one at the time because we can't hear question. what y'all are talking at Why didn't you give both sides if you are true about truly a balanced person? Balanced people give the yin and the yang, that's how you know they're honest disingenuous people tend to just tell you the part that that they, that fits the narrative and leaves out the other part that's what swindlers do swindlers tell you the part to sell you they don't tell you the shit going to break tomorrow they never tell you that part okay so when a person is making a point and 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 if you ever go to court you'll know this you don't make a point against your own I'll point i'll be three jury cases you, <laughs> bro, know. i'm happy for you so you know you're not make a point. You, but you're not going to make a point against yourself I don't need to come on here, but that and listen, make a point that proves you're not my, sincere. No, bro. it doesn't. This prove is not anything. a case it's against bro, me, <laughs> bro. It's not a case against me either. I'm speaking. Then you're about not balanced. Specific... You're disingenuous. Okay. So, you're, okay, so, so you, so you just I, want I to, that... you just want to, you just want to be heard. You I just want to say what you, and you don't have to. Let, let you don't have to like it. You're not pointing out the truth. I don't want to lose the chat. And hold on one second. I don't want to lose the chat. I think that uh, I don't think that we will agree on this point. I uh, like you know clearly there are multiple definitions to the word. That's not uncommon. Words evolve, especially in this century. I mean, we could go back to the origin if you like, but then nonetheless less, it still won't negate the fact that words evolve. So I, I think that we can move past that. I don't know if there was another point in what David said that you want to address before we move on to the next person. Yeah, I just want I just wanted to say that, you know, every speaker, if you've ever been to anywhere, if you've ever been to university and listened to a debate between two professionals, if you've ever been to a talk, you know, we have all kinds of motivational speakers and so on and so on and so on. A person can use a, a definition and focus on that, and that could be their point. It's called a premise, all right? And, and I have established my premise. I've established my point. I've also established that I'm not speaking for any other feminists. So a person in this space may have met a feminist who has been bad to them or disrespectful or crazy, or I can't speak to that or for that. I can only speak for myself. And I've explained why I'm a feminist. I'm raising daughters. I need my daughters to be independent and strong. And I'm not against men. Obviously, I am a man. So that would be a contradiction of my own self-being. People would like to paint me into certain corners. I'm not having it. You don't have to agree with me, but you're not going to define me. I'm the only one who could define me, whether you like it or not. 
and you can define yourself and you can feel the way about your own subjective perspective just like I can. No one's opinion is superior to mine. And no one could defeat the dictionary. Well, you just said a word didn't exist that was clearly in the dictionary. And I said I was wrong. Okay, I don't know every word. You know You've been every wrong word a lot today. You haven't proved me wrong one time. Wait, 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 oh, yes, I did. Man. I told you that was a you word. You can't even defend your point. Oh, I told you this is genuine, bro. You're totally. Bro, listen, you're like, let me, let, let me say this and I'm going to go. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off. All right, let me just say this and I'm going to get off. I want to move on. You literally generalize the whole manosphere. Like everything you do is biased unless it's what you agree with. That's typically what disingenuous people do. They, that, disingenuous people aren't disingenuous about everything. They're disingenuous about the things they don't like. That means you can't trust the information they're giving you because it's not coming from sincerity. See me, I sincerely present the whole case in a sincere conversation. Now, if I'm in a courtroom and somebody's about to take my freedom, I might leave out some shit. But this isn't a courtroom where oh, your okay. freedom is on the line. We're supposed oh, to be having a real sincere conversation because it's not supposed to be about choosing sides. It's about getting to the answer. It's about solving this problem. But you can't solve a problem being biased. I'm going to go on mute. Thank you, Yo, David. And, and I, and uh, I we'll let Paco respond. A lot of problems we'll about being Jackie. biased. And I try to be biased towards what's right. And what's right is what's equal. And treating women with equality is what's right. And anybody who disagrees with me is wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're also losing because women <laughs> are getting equality every single day. They're getting better and better. And they're getting more and more. And you got to have this space. And and, I'm, and, I, and it's funny that he accused me of being biased as if I didn't mm. come to this space and listen with my own ears, with all the other audience members and repeatedly hear over and over and over. It's not like I'm getting this third third person. I've gotten the information yeah. first. He's been person. here for several months. And I'm hearing it, and right. I'm and I'm saying okay. The then I say I he's being appreciate. intellectually dishonest. How about okay. that? Can I say that? Is that better for you? And I don't. I don't, tomato, tomato. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to. That I don't have to agree. And that I don't works. Agree. I want to read this comment from Edward Anderson and let Jack Spade in. He says he's basically destroying his daughters, just like D. Wayne did his son. Yep, I said exactly just that. Um. Thank you, Edward. Before sounds the like comment. somebody who'll never be able to date but one of my I, I daughters. I did have another question <laughs> for. Um, sounds like somebody that my daughter wouldn't give the time of day to. That's that's what mm. that sounded like. <laughs> but I did <laughs> have a question for you, Paco. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So, do you think teaching your daughters to be feminist is going to? Um, do you think that it will limit their dating options or their marriage options, um, since you are teaching them feminism, especially when you have men like Kevin Samuels? who um, is actually going against those arguments because most men want a feminine and submissive woman. Do you think that limits And that mindset is gaining great popularity. Danny Very asked you earlier so. if you thought like this, you know, like how this space can impact people. And this space is growing. We talked about how small this space is, but seeing people be uh, gain popularity like Kevin Samuels is bringing and exposing this space to more and more people and younger people too. Facts. We the shit. Y'all just better make sure the toilets is working. Go, go to sleep. <laughs> so, so I I want to make a clarification. I'm not teaching my daughters to be feminist. I'm a feminist. I'm teaching my daughters to be independent. And my daughters, both of them, may choose at their discretion to be submissive, which is more or less the opposite of being a feminist. And that's okay. I'm teaching them to think for themselves and to learn how to make good decisions. If at a point in their life they decide that that the good decision for them is to is to not be the strong independent woman but to submit to a man, more power to them. That's what that that is their choice. 
it's a difference between teaching my daughters feminism, what feminism is about, versus teaching them to be a feminist. I'm not doing that. And but, I hope. But can I ask him one quick question? I'm done. One quick question, please. Paco, do you teach your daughters to earn what they want or feel entitled that because he's she's a woman, and he's a man, he should just give it to her? Which one do I don't you think teach your anybody, daughters? I don't think anybody teaches entitlement, but no. Oh, my I, I'm God. Teaching my daughter. I'm I don't, I don't think. I said I don't think. I don't know everybody in the world, and neither do you. I don't think people are taught entitlement. I think they just mm -hmm. kind of are just put in a position to feel entitled. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I don't teach yeah, my well, daughters entitlement. I don't teach them that something is owed to them. Do they you teach do, them Paco. they need to earn it from a man? I literally just answered the question. I literally just answered the question. I do yeah. not teach my daughters to be entitled. They have to work and earn what they get. That's what independent people do. Every independent person has to earn it. So Even I teach from my a man? to be well, independent. That, it I doesn't matter from a person. Independent. Uh, well, hold on, Karan, they Zach to, has been waiting for quite some time. So I want to get him to work. I, and I just got to ask, I, I, I just want to say something. I don't even got no question. I'm going to let Obsidian get him. Go ahead, Karan. Brother, um, I agree with most of what you said. And I feel like you, like the last woman that came on last week, you have this thing with this high horse. You're on a real high horse. You use, um, People who don't agree with you, you try. You, you use the word lacking in intelligence, lacking in sense. Like, homie, that's not going to go over well with you attacking people. That passive aggressive, and I'm not going to attack you, but that right. passive aggressive feminine shit, that's not going to, that's not going to fly. Like, I, I, I peeped it the whole time you was talking, you kept saying, well, if, you know, basically implying that people that don't agree with you aren't as intelligent as you. And then another thing. You said the first human beings was a woman and her child. Let me ask you a question. How the fuck did she feed herself while she was pregnant with that child? How did she build shelter for herself? <laughs> How did she protect herself from the hunters? Because life started in Africa. There were lions. You know what I mean? How did she protect herself while she was pregnant? Because around seven months pregnant, a woman can't move like that. Then for Man, the six you know, weeks so, while she's he healing up, how's she, how she doing any of that? This is Bro, this is the hilarious. problem with feminism. That's, that's a hilarious it's question. A, it's a, to think it's that a, it's you a ratio of the male. Question. No, Fam, hold on, brother. You really asked favoritism. Hold on, are you really asking that question? Go ahead, Karan, because you said you only got a short second. Yeah, I'm about to talk, and I got talking at one o'clock. Nah, it's the erasure of the male. If the first human being was the woman and her child. There was no way that humanity could have survived if it was not for a man to protect the woman. I'm not saying that the man is more important than a woman. My problem with that feminism bullshit is that it acts like men don't do nothing. We right. built the societies. We built societies to protect our women and our fucking children. Women didn't build Egypt. Women didn't build Tim Timbuktu. We built that shit for them. We wasn't, and then that whole color purple shit, like all black men was doing, was cheating and beating. Y'all been telling these yeah, lies about us. That's a false scenario. Forty fucking years. Stop lying on us, my nigga. That's not our experience. I'm out. And most of the shit Thank they enjoy, you, we build. I want to. I want to yeah, allow Paco an opportunity can you hear to. Me? Yeah, he he's listening from the no. chat. He had to clock in from work for work. Yeah, but I go understand. ahead, Paco. I understand. Yo, Karan asked something that. And I and I first off, Karan made a good point, and I apologize. It's something I'm working on. 
I don't like, I don't want to sound condescending. That being said, in the manosphere, a lot of people speak in a condescending way. So if we're going to all elevate ourselves, we could all elevate ourselves. We could all speak respectfully. Mm -hmm. If people want to come at me in a different way, they're going to get it the way I give it. My wife asked me to be more polite and I'm trying, but I promise you, you come at me sideways, I'm coming at you sideways. That's just, that's how it is. That's how it's going to be. Point blank, period. I didn't come but at Karan, you sideways. But Paco has a good point. He's, he, he matches really, the energy and the men in this space are extremely condescending. I'm just so making he, a point. Yeah. Good point. Exactly. Go ahead, so that's I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I think me and David just had a conversation and, and I was I don't think I was being condescending to him. If I was, I apologize. So Quran asked a question. How did the first woman feed herself? Because at seven months, women can't do stuff. It is not accurate to say that at seven months, a woman just is just going to is just a helpless invalid. Well, brother, there, brother, 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 women, you're being bro, disingenuous. Can I my point? Well, hold on. Can I finish my point? Hold up a second. Hold up. Let him but get you know it. he's being disingenuous. So women, there's some women who who are who have morning sicknesses or or things where they're mostly bedridden for their pregnancy. And there's just as many women who can work until the week or two before she gives birth. So the idea that the first woman, if the first, if the first human was a woman and she had a child through that pregnancy, the idea that she would just die if she didn't have a man to protect her. If you are a man and you feel that you need to, to pump yourself up in that way, more power to you. I don't, I don't need that fantasy. I, I can imagine that the woman was able to, to care for herself. If you can't imagine that, that's fine. I can't prove it, and you can't either. You can't tell me for a fact that the first woman had to have had a man in order for her to survive. That's not an accurate mm. statement. That's disingenuous. Oh, okay. I can imagine okay. that the, that the woman took care of herself, and if you can't, that's, <laughs> can, that's we, can somebody right. stop this madness? Right. Can right. we can, please? Can, 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 we please? What, 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 what can I let in, please? Can I please be let in? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. We have to keep it to a respectful. We it's a respectful conversation. Y'all, I'm keeping it respectful. I understand the passion because I, I, well, Paco had a good point. Nobody can prove it, but it is. If we just surmise, like we're intelligent people, it is not difficult to believe that it was probably a lot more dangerous than 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 the modern civilization. Not a probably, a guaranteed one million percent. Guaranteed one we million percent. A woman that. cannot survive without a man. Facts. There's a reason why men have thicker bone structure, more oh muscular, uh, more oh muscle mass. Goodness, these, well. Brother, again, brother, let's stop being. <laughs> oh come on, brother. Goodness. We n- we're not talking oh, no, modern times. We want to keep the we want to keep the panel structure but, like this. Well, I'm, I'm being respectful. All I'm doing is countering all of this. I'm not saying that you're not being. Uh, I'm countering all of his unrealistic points. You know exactly the time frame and what this man was talking about. We're talking about pre-civilization. We're talking about the point where you had hunters gathering foragers all these different things as to where a woman deliberately seek um seeked out the the biggest strongest man because not only was it the best chance of survival for her it was the best chance of survival for her offspring so come on man again i don't know nice. if you are you know savvy in science and biology anthropology but this is a no-brainer can we stop this and this is where brothers kind of lose it with you brother respectfully is you put this woman in this uh what, what do they call it um uh this 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 suit this they call it something i can't think of the term but um you pretty much the infallible woman you know nowadays where you get a five foot two 102 pound woman that can whoop every man in every movie every tv show she's smarter (laughs) she she she's a scientist she's a doctor she's a cook 
And she, and she's like you said, she's seven months pregnant doing all of this stuff. Brother, stop it, okay? Well, Please stop it. Okay, fantastic. I'm gonna give Paco just a brief uh, chance to respond. I gotta get Jack in here because he's been waiting for some time. Uh, go ahead, Paco. If you want to I don't say know what the check and make is about because in order for you to make that point, all you did was create a giant straw man, and then you look real cool with your homies who think that you defeated a straw man. No one ever said that women could do everything on their own. I said that we can imagine that the first woman could have survived on her own with a child. If you can't imagine that, this that's guy. a lack of your imagination. But, that's irrelevant to me. I don't need bro, to worry about that. Science, I'm not going to lose science that refutes it, though. There bro, is no science, science that refutes that. It's an unanswerable question. There is bro, zero it's science that refutes that. For one, are human beings asexual? No, no, obviously not. All right, thank you. So check and mate. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> okay. So, so that's, that's, well, that's, wait a minute, that's exactly, David. What's your no, heckling in the background? Exactly, that's exactly why. Well, no, no, no. Exactly you just said, hold on. I just refuted you with science. Hold on, no, no, no. You didn't say that. We're not talking to I just refuted you with science. Okay, okay. We're gonna let Jack. We're gonna let Jackie in because this is like when you lose the audience when we when nobody can hear what anyone is saying like all the screaming and yelling it's too chaotic so okay. uh, Paco I, I, I'll give you a chance to wrap up yeah, your point I just, and then we'll I just want to I just want to say that women can survive in the world without a man's help but the man gives her a far far better chance of survival exactly like he said. You look for the strongest male to help to protect. But that doesn't mean it's impossible for her to survive on her own. Because think about it. The, the threats out there are stronger than the woman and the man. Even a chimpanzee is, what, four, ten times stronger than a person? So whatever tools the man used to defend his woman, the woman could have used to defend herself. I'm not saying that she did. I'm saying I can imagine it. And to suggest that it's impossible for women to survive on their own is childish. It's in not ancient it's times, not brother. Intelligent. That's why I said just please be contextual. All right. Let's get Jack Spade. Let's get Jack Spade on here. We're talking about our points like no, a number of times. And there's only so many, so many different ways you can say the same thing. So I don't think we agree on this point, and that's okay. We are gonna let Jack well, get in here. And then we want to hear from okay, fantastic. All right. Um, Jack Spade, thank you for your patience. What do you have on the top? Wait, I'm sorry, really, really quickly. Uh 60 seconds. Uh, thank you, Marlon Joseph, for the super chat. He says Paco teaches his daughter to be manly. I, I don't think that that's fair to say. Um I will read the second half of your super chat where you say teach interdependence. You can be strong and submissive. Uh, he is disingenuous at best. Um, uh, yeah, thank you, Marlon, for the super chat. We want to keep everything respectful, and that goes to say the chat. Real quick, I just want Go to ahead. say real quick, Miss Rose. I don't teach my women, my daughters, to be masculine. Being independent doesn't mean you have to be masculine. That's probably something that's really hard for people in this space to grasp. You can be an independent woman, mm. and you could be strong and feminine. And you don't have to be submissive. A lot of people in this space want submissive. I'm teaching my daughters to not be submissive. I'm not teaching them not to be ladylike. They all wear dresses. They all wear makeup. They all know how to say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. I don't think that anyone should be submissive. If you want to be submissive, that's your business. I'm not going to teach that. If you come to my school, mm. there's no there's no part of Paco that teaches submissiveness. I feel that's you, a Paco. Thing. That's Two it. people can't All drive right. a car. I, I can't Paco. stop. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna my say daughter Jack's could be name again and not allow him to um, speak. I've said his name five times and then skipped over him. So uh, I apologize to you, Jack. What's your comment on the topic? 
All right. Happy Sunday, one and all. Everyone in the chat, Happy everyone Sunday. on the panel. Happy Sunday. All right. I'm going to touch real, touch on real quick the, the little back and forth Paco and I had about the sports. But uh, I've played organized baseball up, up to college level, basketball, track and field, uh, football, flag and tackle, uh, ice hockey uh, due to Mile O'Reef, uh, lacrosse due to Jim Brown, uh, and volleyball. Um, and none of my coaches were, were women. Uh, yes, my mother and grandmother, and you know when when my father could, he uh, they paid for me to participate. But it was the men who taught me the nuts and bolts of those respective sports. You take away the men who volunteer their time, their knowledge, and even their money, and we're talking about even sponsorship. Uh, many of these leagues, big and small, would no longer exist. And my last point: um, from 1993 until now, off and on, I've coached girls basketball from ages nine to 11 and sometimes from 12 to 14. Yes, there's a, there's a lot more women who coach the girls basketball, uh, girls basketball, but without the, the men that actually would come out there and and try to work with the girls, uh, a lot of those leagues, man, you'll have maybe two, three, four full team of girls that can't, that can't play because they don't have a coach. So for Paco to have put so much emphasis on uh, the players that were drafted and they came from single mother households, uh, the, my, the back and forth was you got to understand that, you know, it was those men who helped get those young men and even the women up to the level to become drafted or even to get into the, into the college level. So you can't just put all the emphasis on the, on the, on the single mothers. And that's what I wanted to touch on. If I, if I may Thank sir, you. in a very respectful way, cause you were very respectful and I appreciate your comment. I understand. And I also accept this might be a surprise for you guys. I accept the point that men played an important role as coaches for those professional athletes that we mentioned earlier. I don't accept that that contribution of a coach is remotely close to the contribution that the mother made, which was my point. I think somehow you guys are missing my point. Let's, we all agreed that the coaches were helpful in the sport. We should also be able to agree that you don't have a child able to be in a sport if the mother doesn't bring that child, a healthy child to that position in the first place. And there's a heck of a lot that it takes to make a healthy child and to maintain a healthy child outside of sports. So I don't know if anyone here has heard the term false equivalency. It's a false equivalency to equate the coach's contribution to the mother's contribution. It would be like a white person saying, since we are 60% of America, African-Americans should be happy that they have jobs. And white people say this all the time. It's a false equivalency because the, the majority of the U.S. population doesn't automatically have anything to do with the job that any African-American has. These are false equivalencies. You don't put them together. Okay, the he's coach a, did his part. Have... More power to him. Thank you to those coaches. We know that they they obviously the mothers didn't coach their sons to being professional athletes. At least not in the examples that I used. But that has nothing okay. to do with the person being an, a human being able to even attempt to do a sport. Okay, okay, okay. So let me let me have just real, real quick. Oh, no, no, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. Uh, say that again, Paco. It's a false equivalency to try to 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 
recognize the coach's contribution as the leader who educated or taught the child how to play a sport, excuse me, to the contribution of the mother who gave the child life, who nurtured the child, who fed the child, who made sure the child went to school. Remember, you have to have grades in order to be. Oh, my God, bro. You have to have grades in order to even be in a sport. It's a false equivalency. The coach's contribution is negligent, irrelevant compared to just being a healthy person. The United States has a sport that no other country even plays down there except for Canada, uh, American football. So if you play football, that's great. But 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 you but if you went to another country where you didn't have American football, you still have to be a human. You still have to eat and be healthy and, and go to school. And we can't compare a mother to a coach. The coach doesn't even compare. It's not even Didn't comparable. brother mention official debating earlier? Did he mention the fit official debating and, and straw man? Bro, uh, you're whoa, giving whoa, the whoa, woman... Whoa, 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 Mr. Hey, Jack, we got all the people waiting. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so well, FYI, let, 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 uh, hold on, Edward. Let me let Jack. Uh, Cause, cause the dude the dude the dude the dude the hold on, Edward. Go All right, Jack. so let me finish. Let me finish with, with this. Hey, everybody, have a good week. I got to go out and start cutting some grass. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, be safe, be prosperous, and take care. Hey, hey, Jack, thank your mother for birthing you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to cut that yeah, down. Thank you, Jack. We appreciate you. I want to let Mrs. Black in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the panel. What are your comments on the topic? Or did you have a question for your hubby? Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, hey Black. Hello. I want to say this because I... Um, as his wife, I would say that, you know, we talk about, we, we slightly touched on submission and I want to say my husband is probably one of the most manly men <laughs> you will ever come across. He's very assertive. He's very alpha male. He's very uh, clear on his stance. Um, he does not require submission in our relationship, but I happily give it to him because he has earned it. He is not only a great husband but he is a great father he is showing a great example for our daughters and how they will perceive men you know going forth in life and um a lot of men you know want to uh 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 i would say negate the contribution of a mother as a mother who is raising not only my biological child who is not from my husband um she has she's from my first marriage but also his daughter, who, who uh -oh. is a young adult. Oh. Hey, don't, don't, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 come on, y'all. Be respectful. Don't, uh-oh. Uh, first of all, I was never a baby mother. I was married to my first husband for various years, uh, for numerous of years, and, and that situation didn't work out. Two out of three marriages and a divorce. That's, that's, that, that is not, uh, um, that's not it. That's not an issue that that happens. Uh, you said three, I got three marriages. Three. That's not no, what she said. Not three <laughs> marriages. Two marriages. And in divorce. And in divorce, especially between the ages of nineteen and twenty-five. I was nineteen years old when I first got married. So, um, I am now an older woman, and I understand marriage. I understand myself more. So, uh, I, I partnered with a with a man who also knows himself and also has an idea of what his his partner should look like like i said my husband he's very he's he is a feminist but he's also a a realist and we do have a a dynamic in a relationship no i do not run the relationship yes my husband runs things across me because we are equal partners but my husband is the man in the relationship he is 
the leader of our household and he is the head of, of our situation. So, so he's a masculine a feminist. So, so hold on, no, no. can I ask you an important question just real quick? Sure. Respectfully. So we often get asked this question as men in this space. And you mm -hmm. said that your husband doesn't require submission, but you give it to him. So since yes. you are giving your husband said submission, could you define the submission you give to your husband if you're comfortable with disclosing that? The submission I give to my husband is that uh, I, I think it's very reasonable. I treat my husband the same way I treat my job. I do not go into work yelling and fussing and cussing because I had a bad evening at home the same way I do not come home fussing and cussing because I had a bad day at work. Well, hold on, respectfully, uh, uh, can, I, can I just, can we just have a nice little back and forth real quick? Again, that's nothing special. That's just that's that just, is, that, that's that, common that, courtesy. That, that is, no, that's no, not, that that you, you what you fail to realize is that is not a common courtesy. That is not a common courtesy. It may be a common courtesy in your home, but if we look at a wide uh, uh, a spectrum of relationships, a lot of people will a lot of relationships, a lot of married people. Let me say this: a lot of married people will tell you that they have a tendency of treating their part their their work co-workers uh, uh better and give are more respectful than they are the people in their own homes okay so i'm sorry just just re regard my rebuttal uh, or me jump jumping in i don't want to interrupt you so okay just just keep going down so okay um not coming home and being rambunctious i continue please uh my husband also is more uh my, i do not uh, uh uh i allow my husband to be a man i allow him to allow to, uh, well because you, let's let's make this very clear you, you, you can you hey, don't, I, interrupt, don't interrupt don't interrupt let am, it go hey, no, no I, am, I, am, I am i am a person all right I, I i don't i don't have to give anybody anything i know this is difficult we gotta let her define it so okay we got don't I, come I, home I choose to allow my husband i okay. don't have to do anything actually i do because i respect my husband but let's make it very clear. I am a woman. I am a human on my own. Nobody has the right to do anything to me that I don't allow them. I think that's. I fair. don't give them permission. So I'm saying, like I said, I know me. I partner with a man who allows me to be me, and I also allow him to be him. And that's 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 just respectful. That has nothing to do with men and women, or it's it's a respect thing. The same way you uh, men allow their boys to be who they are. My husband allows me to be who I am, and I allow him to be who he is. Now, my husband, 90% of the, the choices in our relationship are made by him, and that's what I mean by submission. Mm. Um, I'm going to read the super chat, and then I'll let uh, Fantastic go. Shout out to Black Witch. Um, she says... Every other statement from the guest is filled with vitriol and disrespect for your listeners. I wish he had more respect for people whose views are different from his own. Side note, hate ladies. Hey, Black hey, Witch. Black Witch. Um, um, I'm sorry. Um, I think that uh, like the, the uh, opinions are dissenting. I, I do appreciate the fact that um, Paco acknowledged that, you know, he can be condescending and that's something that he's working on because a lot of the men in this space are, and maybe it's the energy from the space that results in him being that, or it makes it a little more difficult 
for him as he's working on that. But he did acknowledge that. I just want the conversation to remain respectful. It's okay that we don't agree. That's completely obvious. I'm just trying to ensure that we can have a respectful panel and allow everybody to, you know, say their comments um, and and um, c- contribute to the the conversation. Um, I see Rose. Yes. I- so I, I think uh, some of the gentlemen were asking uh, Mrs. Black. Yo, this ain't no damn clubhouse, FYI. <laughs> I mean, no. damn. It's been, it's been you know 20 what? minutes. Right. Listen, and y'all are, um, y'all are passing the ball back and forth, subbing people in. I mean, shit. I mean, I can come back in an hour. We're, we're we're moving the panel along, but um, we're trying to get everybody in, and it's difficult because we want to be able to have that engaging conversation. So uh, just give us just a second. Um, I'll, be, I'll I make this to... real quick. I'll make yeah, this go real ahead, quick. The, the, the young man asked, what, what was submission? What does my wife mean by submission? And if I could assist my partner, my wife takes care of the household. She <laughs> she sold me on cooking and cleaning even when we were d- dating. I, I never asked for that. That was just something that she instinctively does. And I absolutely appreciate it. But but as a, I was single, so I used to cook and clean for myself. So I don't look for that in a relationship with my wife takes care of the household completely. She also works. And she, like she said, she allows me to to make all decisions or make most of the decisions. But I think the reason why she used the word allowed to some people's surprise is because I don't want that. Now, my wife has to be who she is and she prefers a submissive relationship. But I constantly, constantly push back on her and try to get her to make more decisions for herself or make decisions for our team because I look at us like, mm-hmm. you know, owners of a company if you if you ever have a business partner one person doesn't most of the time one person doesn't make all the decisions it's usually you know the, the, the president and the vice president working it out and and sometimes you go with the vet the, the vice president's position sometimes you go to the president and that's what i'm trying to do with my wife but she is naturally more submissive than i'm comfortable with and i love her in spite of and our relationship works because even though i don't want that that's who she is and i love her and we're going to be fine but, I but you know what, though, Coco, you know what, though, the problem is, is you have a lot of people trying to inter- um, intervene in somebody else's marriages mm-hmm. and how other people run their household. Um, what we can't uh, disagree or argue against is what they have going on within their own household. Right. So um, if it works for them, then that's, that's all that what works for them. Them. And that's all that matters. Well, hold on. We're about to come to you. Yeah, I only, got I, a couple, I only got a couple of questions. I, I don't and then I'll hop off. I just want to Hold on one second. Go ahead, Paco, and then I want to get Obsidian in here. I just wanted to clarify what submission means for my wife. My wife submits to me and lets me make all the decisions and 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 act and lets me decide be the final say and it works for us but that's not submission sir because you say let nobody lets you do anything let's go ahead and get uh obsidian in real quick and then i wanted to just say really quickly and i'm not going to expound on it because we got too many people on the panel but really and truly um submitting to your partner can be uh very powerful in the sense that that does not mean that you don't get what you want it's the exact opposite because you submit and you yield to his leadership you can get everything that you want out of the relationship just wanted to drop that 
Go ahead, Obsidian. Uh, I'm sorry, really quick. Karan did give us a super chat. Thank you, Karan. He said to him, nothing a man does is contribution as contribution is enough. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Leo Anthony says, why is giving respect something extra in a marriage to some black women? I don't understand. That should be a given. Um, thank you, Leo. I don't know exactly. that that's necessarily what she was saying, but I, I want to get Obsidian in. We got such a large panel that I, I have to move it along, but we will come back to that and let Mrs. Black give her opinion on, on, on that. Um, go ahead, Obsidian. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, and uh, good afternoon to the guests. Uh, let me say this at the outset before we get started. I was hoping we can have a little back and forth because if I understand the conversation right, at least part of today's discussion with the featured guest has to do with the black manosphere or the perception of it being unfriendly to feminists. If I have that right, I want to say this before we get started. Number one, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in the private life of the featured guest and his wife. That is a private matter. How they arrange at how they arrive at their arrangements is their business. Mm -hmm. Got no interest. Mm -hmm. in it. I don't see how it has anything to do with the current discourse. That's number one. Number two, as a founding father and one of the recognized three kings of the black manosphere, now six years experience, over 6,000 podcasts and videos logged in, and a new book. I asked Paco now, what have I specifically said that he finds problematic within the context of feminism? Do you think that would be a fair question of Paco? Just real quick. Do you think <laughs> that would be saving actually... him. No, it's not saving him. Do you think That's it would exactly. be a fair question to Paco to, you specifically, know, what does. to specifically ask about what Obsidian does, seeing as though Paco is fairly new to the space, um, now he's basically heard things that's gone on on this channel, but I can't say that he's extra or extra familiar with everything that goes on within the space as an. But it's totally it's relevant. Obsidian has six thousand. He hasn't made any assertions oh, against. That's how Obsidian. you know. That's how you know he's being dishonest. I'm gonna go. No, David. What did he say? Obsidian said he didn't say anything specific. No, Obsidian. Yeah, Obsidian's, Obsidian's point was if I, if I'm I've been here the long one of the longest. I have but uh, plenty of content. So if you were trying to be honest. Go in it because if you're truly fairly assessing the black manosphere, then you would everybody has seen Obsidian, oh. Angry Man, or O'Shea. So if you are any type of fair person about the manosphere, you're going to be able to tell us something about that. It was totally real quick, real quick. Would you say if he's only been relegated to this channel, this channel specifically? Now everybody has come. To, a lot of people. And he can't make us. He can't gen make generalized assessments. That's what they're saying. Okay, okay. okay. that's fair. That's fair. So then, Obsidian's question would Obsidian's question, Obsidian's question wouldn't necessarily be fair about his own channel, but he can speak to directly what's happened on oh. our channel specifically. Man, but they're saying then that weird. Paco can't have uh, a can't can't make an assumption about the space if he's only been relegated to our channel. If he can't well, speak to some of the founding questions, people, then exactly. he shouldn't have made the point. Is what they're trying to Not pull out. Can I ask my specific question? Can I ask my specific question? We're going to come to you next. Let's just let uh, Obsidian finish his point, and we'll go ahead and come to you next, so you can go ahead and hop off. Yes, my understand. Thank you. My understanding that today's discussion 
was informed, at least in part, by statements made by unidentified individuals within the black manosphere with regard to feminism, usually in a negative light. Do I have that right? We'll Wrong. let Paco respond. Wrong. I never okay. mentioned a single person in the manosphere, including no, no, you. you. No, you didn't. I, you did. I didn't. I, and you I did. didn't make any of my points about the, the, the ladies. The ladies asked me on the show. To ex, uh, the ladies asked me on the show to explain why I am a black man who is also a feminist, right. who is also heterosexual. It has okay. nothing at all to do with the manosphere other than this space is part of the bigger manosphere. So the question of me about what Obsidian does or doesn't do is equal to Obsidian saying he's not interested in what my, myself and my wife do. All right. So then we can move along then. So with regard to the question of feminism, black feminism, I'm very intimately familiar with feminism in general, black feminism in particular. My question to you, Paco, my next question, rather, because I have another one. My next question is this. In the year 2021, what rights do black men have that black women do not have? What legal rights do black men have that black women do not? Checkmate. I never came on here. I, mean, I, never, I never came on here and said that any woman, black or any other color, is is denied rights that other people are not. So the, the question is is a non sequitur to begin with, because I I never claimed that 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 women don't have rights. What I what I would say, feminism is about equality, okay. and so many laws have been equality created. Of <laughs> equality of human beings. Equality. The that nigga just did a whole two-step dance move. And so and so and so and so and so. If so recently in the last 40 years, it has been a law that husbands can women have you a vote on if the husband raped their wives. That's see what had happened was you see that's a recent law. That's a recent law. So we have to make it a law that a husband can't force himself on his wife, even though his wife and him are, are married. Another recent law, President Obama's first executive order was a Lily Ledbetter Act, where it says that a woman can, a person can, specifically a woman, can sue her employer if she can prove that both, that she was getting paid less than someone of her equal job status, equal, the exact same job, but getting paid less. So they couldn't have made that a law if there wasn't evidence of this happening. And Lily Ledbetter herself won over a million dollars from her employer for working with them for over was 20 years and getting man? paid less. It doesn't. It's not about. It's not about color. It's about sex. We're talking about. Well, we're all black here, sir. Yeah, white so, men make more than. I didn't say I was a black okay, feminist. Let, I, let's, give, yeah, I don't, let's I don't care what, what color you are. I'm talking about feminism. I'm talking well, about that, equality. That so when I so when I give you an example of something, now you're going to try to talk about color. Don't no, you because Obsidian. Hold on, sir. Obsidian asked you, "What do black that's, women, not women, that's, black that's, women that's have?" Obsidian's right. Business. That's what he that's said. Yeah, he did. That's what I'm he not did. Obsidian. So I, I'm not. So he did. I'm not Wait a minute. His I'm question was a specific one. Black. I guess it is important it, to note that um, that uh, Paco is not specific. He's not a womanist. He's a feminist, for which. To my understanding, most black women subscribe to womanism, not feminism. So it is important to, to wait, wait, wait. Um, but here's the wait. problem. 
No, no. Obsidian asked him a specific question, and he yeah, didn't he answer. Said, he said, "What well, he, he no, no, I hold on. This question. question. No, no, I wait, wait. Question. He said, "What I he didn't the do." Obsidian asked him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Obsidian, Obsidian, let him answer the question. Obsidian, Obsidian, Obsidian's not done with his question. Yeah, let let Obsidian. I'll call back. Let's pass the mic back to Obsidian regarding Paco's answer. But let me read. We can always we can always clip this video out and give our commentary. So let let Let's read this super chat. We got one from John Doe. He says, bro, just say she wears the pants. Um, Sheikah Johnson. Thank you, Sheikah. He said, she says, leadership and relationship should be based on strengths, not gender. What leader doesn't put their best people forward? Uh, Thank you, Sheikah. And I think Sheikah earlier highlighted that she is married to uh, a feminist. So um, just just putting that out there. Gabe. Hey, Gabe. He it's says, more than one dudes, dudes have become critics of relationships that they are not in. Fellas, it should become more common to mind your own dang business. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. Yeah. We appreciate you. Okay, so um, oh, passing like, it back oh, to Obsidian. Man, Gabe, don't do that. Back, hold on, passing it back to Obsidian, and then we're gonna go to Edward. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I've noticed that Sheikah. I just do a quick aside. Sheikah has been making this comment, and it does fit into the feminist piece, the idea that whoever has the best skill set should take the lead in that. But that rubs up against real-time evidence that says that black women writ large want competent men. So the question has to be, why would you, if you are a strong, independent woman, partner with a fundamentally incompetent man? I don't know. Can Maybe I answer that, that question? That's, a question. that's a question for them to, to figure out. But I, what Can I, I would like... That question? Hang on, hang on, because I... Have oh, yeah, what we'll do is we'll let him ask his other question and then you can answer them both at the same yeah. time. Go ahead. So, so, so I agree that women, because right now in the current discourse, we're only a few years out from me to um, the idea that black women aren't being protected is a kind of perennial conversation. So I agree that women in general and for purposes of this discussion, black women in particular, should have the human right to determine mate choice. I agree. The problem I have is that there's so much discussion about freedom and no discussion about outcomes. There's so much discussion about rights and no discussion about responsibilities. It seems to me, and here I will cite feminists, one in particular, Feminista Jones. She wants the right to determine who she has sex with. But then she wants other people, read black men, to intervene to offset the consequences of her choice to have sex. In other words, why are you not having sex with men who are willing to protect you? Why are you not having sex with men who are willing to sit you down in a nice area of town where you don't have to worry about being harassed? Why are you having sex with men who are not who are not caring about you enough to care about your well-being beyond busting the nut? Why do you then turn to black men who you see as competent in these areas to take care of you then? With rights come responsibilities. And with freedoms come outcomes. You are, you are not free if you have to have someone else save you from yourself. You're not free. Mm. 
Freedom means the right to deal with the consequences of your decisions. And if those decisions mean you lie face down in your pool of your own blood, that's freedom. Mm. That's what freedom means. Get him, old man. Thank you, uh, Obsidian. Now we want get to get Paco's all right. response, and then so, we're going to go directly to Edward. So I know that I know this would be the easiest thing to do to be one sided. So Obsidian says your freedom means you can lie and pull of your own blood. Thank goodness society knows better than Obsidian, and we have first responders. And if you the freedom isn't that we I'm have first responders, first the freedom he never is the freedom. Hold the freedom isn't that that we have first responders only the freedom is that you don't have to be a first responder and obsidian seems like the kind of person who's not interested in helping a person who's made a mistake or who's facing consequences he said hey you you messed up and you you get busted in the head and and get over it some people are like that i'm a humanist i'm not like that I would like to help people who have made mistakes. I like to help people who are struggling. And that's me. I, no one else has to be like me or the first responders. But in a society, if we're talking about it in a in a in a bigger picture, we're going to say, "Dang, we do need first responders." Because hell, you might not have even decided to be in the pool of your own blood. You might have had an accident or maybe someone else's actions caused you to be in that situation where you're in the pool of blood even though they're the one who took action. You might be the victim of a of a situation, and 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 that's what feminists have to have help a society to recognize that women were not were should be free, but they weren't treated equally. And then when they're victimized, we look the other way and act like, "Hey, get over it, pick yourself up." It's the exact same thing racists they've been doing to black people for four hundred years. And I just am confused at how so many of you guys are African American. You're black. You understand the black plight. And you don't understand the exact equal apple to apples comparison of, of women who suffered in the exact same way. Yeah. Well, yes, well, you're free to okay. be in your Are own you? blood. But 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 is it is it important for the person who might have caused you to be to take responsibility? Or Paco? God bless his polo soul. God bless his polo soul. You went out. You did tell us he was having some connection. No, because you gonna come, he gonna come back. You Hold know, because I want, I got some questions. I want to let, let Edward go and get in, girl. Let yeah, well, I, I mean, I waited. I waited all. Make... Go ahead. Hold on, Edward. We got to make sure he's back. He's he's uh, overseas, so he was having some uh, connectivity issues. We want to make sure he's back. Is there's no? Oh, so that wasn't me. He just black, he did black out. His sound his sound went out. I thought yeah. it was me. Paco, okay. no, he might have to he's drop like, down yeah. and come back. Um, we'll give okay. him a second to get his internet. Yeah, because I only got a couple of questions to ask, and these are questions that'll be very clear and very concise. Um, but Miss Black is on. Is she still on? Because I can actually ask her this question. This is a question. Yes, she's I am. On. If she's up to okay. So, so my question, and these are not. You can answer them if you want to. Don't if don't. But these are not like gotcha questions. My first question is: Is you all's relationship something that you all do for yourselves? Or is this something in this conversation that you think should be a model? for how black people interact with each other in general, in the black community? Good question. Can you, can you, can you, can you, 
expand mm-hmm. on the question a little bit more. But the reason, the purpose of the purpose, I, I wasn't here in the beginning or all this other stuff. So I don't want to sit here and then start saying some stuff that wasn't said. So if you all are talking about why your relationship works for you, then Gabe A would be right. That's your business for however you want to do what you want to do. I have no issue with that. My question is, is the argument being presented that um the way you all interact with each other like for instance you talking about you choose to submit to your man or you let him do this is this a model how in your opinion black men should operate with black women good question. i would say i would say as a person who is in a relationship your relationship is your relationship it has nothing to do with anybody outside your relationship no one's opinions or a matter within my relationship. My relationship is okay. my relationship. The so same you're way saying you're not speaking for the black community as a whole, how it should be. I don't think anybody should be speaking for the black community as a whole. I think that that you you have an opinion based off of your experiences, but no, no, in no way, my husband and I are trying to be a, a spokesman for the black community. Uh, there there are various people on this call that disagree, so we we cannot be spokes. Uh, well, well, the reason, well, what I mean when I say that, what I mean when I say that is like it's it's conventional wisdom that the best way to raise a child is in a two-parent household. Would you agree or disagree with that? I I I, I agree. It takes two people to make okay. a child. So that's a model. So that's a model for how things should be. So when people should like be, to operate outside of that, they, that I, I get that. I get the practicality of what you're saying, but I'm just saying that's what I mean. So because generally. What, what we all talk about here is we, we may be informed by our personal situations, but we're talking about how the black community should be. We're talking about A, how it operates, how it really operates, and then B, how it should be. That's how the, so a lot yeah, of well, kind it of seems like she's saying things. no, that they're not trying to present a model of how. Okay, so, so, that, so that's good. So that's good. Because I didn't want to put do, all that burden. But I do, but I do believe that, uh, that what we're doing far as the respect level that we show in our relationship should be modeled throughout anybody's relationship. And, and, and I think what you said, I that was literally a contradiction. That was literally a contradiction. The reason why I say that before you jump in, uh, the reason why I say that is respecting each other's boundaries in any relationship should be modeled for anyone, for anyone. You cannot come home and smack your wife because she had a bad day, you had a bad day at work. Nor should your wife come home and beat your children because she's mad at you. I'm talking about the morality. We're talking about the morality, the respect level that you should just have for another human being. Okay. So this goes back to what I'm I'm gonna go back to. If I go back, for people who cannot understand that, yeah, he back. Those things where okay. How is respecting the person that you lay down with every day or, 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 or trying to hard? Nobody's making that argument. Wait a minute. Yeah, you're throwing a lot of stuff in there. Give me an example. Give me an example because you're speaking in a vacuum. Give me an example of what you're asking because you're asking a broad question. If you have a specific question, then present that. No, you you've answered you've answered you answered the questions to satisfactory what I need to know what I'm what I'm like where y'all coming from. Um okay. you know, so like you a, like, like a, okay, no, no, I have no, 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 I have other questions. My questions were for him. And he's he, 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 well, he, 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 he said you said two, yeah, bro. He's back. 
We know how you get. Was, well, he wasn't. He wasn't back. I get it. I can't say that. Go. go ahead, uh, Edward. Ask your question to Paco because we we going to move forward to uh, Black Wizard and then Fantastic. Yeah. So the first thing is going to be a quick statement. Number one. The black, we're talking about the black community. So when people talk about the manosphere, I give no fucks about what the white manosphere does. And the white manosphere and the black manosphere are two completely different entities. You might right. as well be talking about country music and hip hop music in the sense that country music <laughs> is still music and hip hop music is still music. But that's where every, and then the black people created country music as well, by the way. But whatever. Right. My point is, it's not the same thing. So when people talk about the black, white, the manosphere, and if they're throwing in white manosphere stuff or it's in their head, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So my first question is this, um, Mr. Mr. Black, do you believe, what do you believe the black community is constructed as? Do you believe it's a patriarchy, a matriarchy, a gynocracy, or something else that I'm not thinking of? Yo, so uh, I think that, it's very complicated. I, I don't think that there's one answer. I don't think the black community is any one thing because there are as many uh, patriarchal black relationships in the black community as there are matriarchal relationships. And there's a whole bunch of single parent households. So I don't think that's, that you. Yeah, that's that, statistically that impossible, say, though, bro. Oh, hold on, hold on, fantastic. I got you. I literally just said there are as many. I said. Yes, and it is true for other communities, but there are as many. There are as so. Let's just do simple numbers. Let's say twenty-five, and this is not exact. Twenty-five percent of the black community has two-parent household where the father's in charge. Twenty-five percent of the black community has two-parent households where the mother's in charge, and there's another twenty-five to thirty percent of black community where it's a single-parent household where either the where the mother's in charge and then there's that little ten percent where the where the, the, the father's a single parent household. No, brother, so, all those numbers are, are No, no, I got that fantastic. I know I know I know I trust me. I said it's not I know I mean I know statistically what you're saying is incorrect, but I'm letting him finish. He's doing this on purpose, y'all. Yeah, I know wait a minute, fantastic. Uh 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 running out the time clock. No, 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 no. Y'all have to let him finish before before y'all jump in. And that's how conversations get misconstrued, all kinds of shit. Let him get it off and then refute his points. Let's do that. Go ahead, Dr. Mama Black. has spoken. Go ahead, Dr. Black. No, I, I don't I said, know if you I can said, finish. I said, no, I said I was finished. I said that I said that that's a that's a that's I said that the black community is not one thing when it comes to matriarchal apartheid. It's 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 it has many you can find as many people in every aspect of, of, of the black community and other communities. So are you're, the same so, so, as well. And I want to get more specific. So you're saying that essentially all American communities by race and ethnic groups are generally structured the same way based on what you're saying, that the black community doesn't operate like in a different way than everybody else. That's kind of my main question. OK, so you have there are some obviously there are some differences, for example, the Latino community. They are matriarchal and they also are the highest group of, of, of people who, oh. who stay married what? versus. Hey, I, I the, let them talk. Don't matter what uh, you say. Let them they, talk. They, they're, the, they're the highest group of state. I don't give a damn. He says the world is of, flat. Let them talk. They're the highest percentage of, of marriages that stay together. And, you know, you also have the Asian community is next and they're also patriarchal. But, you know. Uh, the blacks and blacks and white people, they have a lot of divorces. They have a lot of of women who are taking a leadership role in, in, the, in the absence of 
being married and or in the absence of their their previous husband or not having a husband at all. So I don't know. America's not really a place to really have this matriarch okay. versus patriarch conversation because there's that, so many examples of other things. I, I, that's fine. You kind of answered it to the death. I don't know. I got two more questions because I know how people, you know, Hold like on, I know how. Because we gotta wrap no, it up. Question, yeah. Quick, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you said question number. The, yeah, I did. The other, the other, second to last question is you were we you are having a conversation back and forth with what you call it about sports and a woman's involvement and role. My question is: So, are you saying that women are more responsible for how their kids turn out than the society around them? Is that what you were saying, or if not, like expound upon that? I'm saying the because parents you are giving them credit. I'm the parents you are giving them the credit. Yeah, I should, and you should okay, give them credit they too. Are. So Absolutely. They, no, you're they, right. I, no, no, sir, I agree. I agree. Fam, so uh, explain to, to answer, why, answer explain, your question. Go ahead. To answer your question. I'm saying that the parents are the most influential part, and and the woman in in in, in, in the black community, the majority of, ch of children are being raised by a single mother. Like you said, statistically, that's a fact. And so we have yeah. to give those single mothers the credit because they're doing the job. The majority of them, not all Absolutely. of them. They're good black men out there. But I'm saying that you can't compare a coach to a mother or any parent. If there's a Absolutely. single dad, no, sir, you can't Absolutely. compare a coach to the parent. Hold all on. right, we agree. Sir, Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, So answer this question for me. Explain why most of these niggas can't Is read. this your last these question? Um, oh, this is a follow up to that one. Explain to me why these Come boys on, can't read and why on. black children. Oh, oh no, don't save them. This is my last question. This is my last question. Explain to me the failures of black children in the education system today. Because if you say that the, the, the parents or whoever has custody of the child is the most influential as to a result of how they perform, then by definition, the opposite is also true that black women are primarily to blame for the, the abysmal rate of how these black boys are operating today. And a lot of these women, it's directly well, me, laid on their feet. No, 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 I got it, boo, I got it, boo, I got it, I got it. I got a point, let me have a point. Oh, I'll let you have your point. Uh -oh. Let me get the point. Oh, where's that submission? All right, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all need to quit. She said husband. Oh, she laughed. Oh, she laughed. The laugh is always telling. Go ahead, that, that's, called, that's called permission-based submission. Go ahead. Oh, hush. <laughs> Mrs. Black, are you there? Hello? Well, I, thought my, I thought my husband was going to go first. But I was <laughs> going to say as, as, Yeah, after we, after we, after after we called it out, yeah. As a person who has a child and, and, and has, uh, I was fortunate enough to have a, a great man come in my life and, and help me raise my child um, when, when the, the, the biological father chose to step away. Um, when it comes to education, that has, I, that's a double-edged sword because as a parent who has a, straight a, who has a straight A student from the time she went to school to the time now, she has not been able to get into any of the gifted and talented programs. She scored a complete 100% on the state exams, not once, but twice. That has nothing to do with my, my involvement as a parent. The school systems are not set up to, to, to promote black and brown advancement 
amongst children. And that's not. I'm talking about people that are failing public school. I'm not talking about people that are getting straight yeah, A's school and can't. Yeah, you're on the. Yeah, I'm you're talking about people that are bottoming out of public school. Public, my daughter goes to a public school. She's always been. Okay, in so I'm talking about people yeah, that are the exception. in public school. You're dodging the question. No, I'm talking what, about. What, I'm talking what, about. What I'm, I'm talking about people are failing to the equation. What I'm saying is there's more to the equation. You have to look at the bigger picture. There is more. There is more to it. Do you have any children in the school system? Let her answer so we can get Paco's Do you have any children in the school system? That doesn't mean anything. No, I do not. Okay. So so, so so what you're saying is you're not educated on how the school system works when it comes to educating black and brown students. Is that a fair thing? Oh, so I'm not educated because I don't have kids. But I am, though. So okay, you know what? Hold on, no, you know what? I'll I'll give you that. With that being, hold on, you're right, ma'am. You no, no, no. You're correct. Hold on, you're correct. And with that being said, I will pass the baton to Fantastic, who is a father and who was married. Go ahead, Fantastic. Before you go, Fantastic, let me answer that young so you man. Deal yeah, with that. Let, no, let, I want to answer the question. Let's let Paco respond, oh, okay. and then we're going to go to Black because Yeah, if because, you want to talk yeah. to me one-on-one, he may lose. I was supposed to be next, then y'all gave the end, and now you're going to jump off of me back then. No, I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying, if you want to email me, I'm about to go, Danny, I'm out. Nah, but let me just respond. You, I don't, I, no matter who goes next, just let me respond to it. It's a good question. <laughs> you ain't Yo, shit, You concrete. asked why, you said why, why are a lot of black boys failing school? And you said that you're, you're saying if the, if, the mother's, if the mother's raising him, then she's responsible. And to an extent, you're absolutely right. Obviously, that's a straight line of logic. The parent is there. The parent's responsible for the failure. I can accept that. And I think everyone can accept that. As a feminist, I could accept that. I think a normal human could accept that. Can we not, uh, as we accept that, once we accept that, that's the first thing we accept. Can we also not accept the failure of the father who is absent from the from the relationship in the whole No. Place? Hell the to the no. You want to know why? You want to know why? I'm not interested in why. If you, once you say I, that, your point is irrelevant. If you can't no, accept no, 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 no. responsible, no, no, no. then your point is irrelevant. I got an answer. I got an answer. I got an answer. Because he said my kid was irrelevant. Now it's irrelevant. Hold on. Like, hold on. One quick. I'll make a statement. He can answer it or not answer it. Women choose the you father for the kids. Man, he's going to answer it, man. God, like, he's he literally women, killing the time. Women, 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 that's on the mother and her sexual discipline. And that goes Period. back to the point earlier that I was making. Exactly. Back to the point that I was making earlier. We want to talk about freedom and outcomes. We want to talk about rights but not responsibilities. I agree that women, in this case black, have the I'm right out. to their bodily autonomy, to determine their own mate choice, to determine under when and what circumstances and with whom they have sex and reproduce with. But with that right comes a responsibility. With that freedom comes an outcome. With that choice comes a consequence. I am not put on this earth to save women from themselves. 
Right. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Obsidian. That I was powerful. Yeah, and that I, I'm going to read the super chat. I'm here to save women from themselves. I'm here to help women. <laughs> and for every Obsidian, there's someone like me. There might even be two. And for people who want to criticize women for their choices, but don't criticize the person who actually chose to be absent, your point is irrelevant. What you're saying makes no sense. Two people made the child. One person is doing a bad job. Maybe let's say the woman is failing in that position, but the man is failing 10 times more because he's absent. Wow. Like, wow. You get a sleep like in the class. Hey, okay, 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 I'm going to read the sleep. Hey, get the hell out I of here. The I'm not buying it. John Doe says, please respect the hosts and the panel, guys. John Doe, can you come up here and moderate? Because I'm we've about been to go. Nice. Yeah, I, I think we've been uh, real nice. <laughs> it's, it's a passionate conversation, but thank you, John right. Doe. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, B says, patriarchy is a societal construct. It's not a person-to-person thing, and that's a great point. Um, thank you, B, for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Smuggles six six Snuggle 668 says, Sister George, do you need a snuggle? Do you need to snuggle? Your mother instinct seems to be taking over. Or are you going to get the belt and handle business? Maybe she's going to get the belt and the sock with the kid. I'm trying to tell you. Both y'all left. Both y'all ain't shit. Both y'all left. Both y'all ain't shit. So listen, um, what I want to wait, wait, wait. We got one more somewhere, girl, because I I know I'm. I be missing. There we go. There we go. Oh, thank you, Sheikah. She says parental absence, parenting outside of the home. Sixty-five percent of black males are out of the homes. Decreases parent significantly also uh, impacts your child's outcomes. Uh, that's a good point, Sheikha, and I, I agree with you. But it's I said it says concrete and Sister G are Captain Saver, black male feminists. Oh my gosh! Hey, hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We save all our guests. Exactly. We save our guests. But that point runs counter to the the CDC and the New York Times. That both agreed that black dads are the best of all. Most involved, thank you. Again, she knows no data. So, 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 what are we really getting at here? That, what she somebody said, just, somebody was trolling with money from the chat. Wait a minute, what that, she said can still apply. You can be the can't. most involved and your child can. can still not be as successful as no, having country the country It literally can't. Listen, yes, there have been studies can. done. That's no, it can't. fantastic get it in, girl. Please, no. You Again, man, we got strategies from the chat. Go ahead, I'm going to explain it if you let me. Let him go. Okay, so first off, we got somebody that's being like the most Purposely agitating person ever, bro. This dude is in raw form today. Congratulations, brother. I think he's <laughs> no, well, if this is himself, oh my god. And the chick in the chat is, is, is I guess they're tag team. I think that's Miss Black oh, on the can, fake profile. Oh, Miss Black. That's what I do. Oh, I joke, so don't take it personal. But listen, man, listen. First off, let's start from the point of where you're going to talk about the coaching analogy. Listen, bro. You're going to give the woman all the credit for the, the man growing up to be LeBron James. I pro- Does this brother, I promise you, because he's a feminist, he doesn't even know LeBron James' story. LeBron James had a mother that was an addict, a thief, and made him miss so much school, he almost would not have been the athlete we know today. Okay, He had to be rescued by like a surrogate family and a coach for him to become what he was because his mom was too busy being out here strung out and out here robbing people and getting locked up to the point where he I'm couldn't even go to school. I'm a LeBron James fan. All right, so you know his story then. So do you credit his mother for his success over his coach? 
I, I, hell yes. Do you credit his mother over his success to his coach? Yes. How? When she's directly counter to it. He can't. Fantastic. You don't have to yell and you ask him a question. Before he got to that coach, how did, how did he survive? Was the coach there when he was born, or was his mother there when he was born? Was the coach there when he was sick, or was his mother there when he was sick? Was the coach there when he needed clothes, or was his mother up. there? Like, Other you're families were. Something that's in, uh, it doesn't matter. Other the families were. Oh, no, wait, wait, you can't say it don't matter. We know who was his father. We know who was his father. We can't say it. They got a tag team me. They got a tag team me, y'all. See this? She didn't jump in with nobody. I know. You asked him a question. So one of the guys, LeBron James himself said, LeBron James himself said his mom is the reason for his success. I don't give a shit what you think. He's a LeBron has been. He's a son has been. LeBron said it. LeBron He's the same husband that's raising. That's all he knows. What are you talking it about? Doesn't matter. You're using him as an example, but you don't want to use his words. LeBron said his mother is the reason for his success. So and he's the a son of move on. He's and a son of and, and again, like I said, bro, you don't else, lose this, bro. I got plenty because again, this dude, this dude don't know what the hell he's talking about. Again, he's ran by women. He's women minded. You haven't proved shit. You haven't proved a damn thing. You haven't proved shit. He got a fucking. He got it. Unlike everybody else. He gonna jump in to keep me from talking because I'm upside his goddamn head. Wait this a minute, hold on. You, you have to keep this conversation. Hold on, Paco, you can't disprove LeBron. Hold on, Paco. One second. We have to keep the conversation constructive. I uh, he got, he got, he got to jump wait, in with me. He don't want me to be heard. Fantastic. You, you feel like I understand that you feel like this must be trolling because you feel like some of the things that he's saying are so insane. However, counter the points. I know how smart you are. Like lay whatever. I am countering the points. This is yeah, him going wait, back and forth with me wait. trying to interrupt now me from making the point. Like, to get you off the, the point. Yeah, he's just, y'all, y'all talking to me. I'm not the one jumping in. This is him. He had this issue with nobody else, but he got to do it to me because he knows what he did. Let's, let him ask his question. He already answered it. I'm going on to the next thing. I'm off the yeah, little bunch. I already smashed his head in. That's what I was telling him. <laughs> allow you to answer the next question. All right, cool. Ahead, so like I said, furthermore, he didn't even get into the part for the LeBron aspect of the biological. Again, this brother has a fucking problem with science and factual fucking like human anatomy, physiology, biology, anthropology, all these different things. There will be no LeBron James without a man, without a father, a father who who um, right. added to at least 50% of his DNA, his physiological structure, and everything that he is as a physical specimen. Okay? So let's move on beyond that. That's, That's two fantastic, fantastic in one. All right. Now, furthermore, to this point, shout out to Obsidian, but Obsidian, you're wrong. All right? That personal situation does matter because in this space where we constantly talk about submission, I, for the first time, we had a black woman that's in a black relationship, a black marriage, furthermore, that give me her definition of submission, and she proved everything we said was right and exact. She allows her husband. This Facts. is no disrespect. This is no Facts. disrespect, okay? You guys got to understand how to do the macro and not the micro, okay? Same thing when I was telling y'all about the cucking situation, but we'll, we'll stay off of that. Finesse. I know y'all have y'all get y'all get very caught up in the individual. When the individual steps forward, you have to use that person as the example of what we're talking about to prove our points. If we're going to say right. we have a statement here, 
Okay. So right. the woman said she gave her, her husband the commonality of not coming home and being rambunctious, and she did a great job of comparing it to a job. That's something you have to do at a job to keep a job. That's something that most common people would just motherfucking see as a commonality and a respect of, of like what human beings give each other. You don't act up or, or and this, these are strangers. You don't you don't you don't cuss out a random stranger because you're having a bad day. So why would you make that analogy to someone that's serious as a husband or a spouse? That should be a given. That should be a given. Brother, brother, brother. Let me explain. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. Wait a minute. One second. I wanted you to ask the question, or if that's the, all you had to say, I want to let Paco go. I, I want you to get it all out before Paco responds, because I don't want to do the back and forth because there are okay, people who well, have been up here for over an hour and haven't spoken. Yeah, so okay, okay. Me too, uh, me first. too. I know, but again, I so this is what we said. Okay, so we got the we got the, the personal the personal thing, the personal situation, the reason why I asked the question and why it's important. Um, finally, I'll just make this one and wrap it all up into everything to the what the other girl was saying. This dude says, furthermore, he's for feminism abroad, not just even black women. Again, bro, uh, black women, <laughs> black women are suffering from the feminism when it comes to white women. White women took over the Me Too movement. White women are the ones that are getting these higher paying jobs. You guys, someone was talking about in the chat about the gender wage gap, which has been disproven. Shout out to Thomas Sowell for over 30 years. And then followed up recently by Jordan Peterson that gives you the stats, the data, and everything that women are not oppressed here. Okay? You're talking about anti oh. your rape laws or sexual assault for a husband, oh. and all these different things. The Lily um Lily Ledbetter acting all this again, bro. All of this shit is a um political and philosophical agenda for something to, to promote feminism. There yes. are plenty of studies that refute it factually. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is not opinionated. Okay. The stats and data is still out there. So all this dude has got up here and done in, in a man's suit, okay? A physical male got up here and repeated the rhetoric for over 20 some odd years that of most of the stuff that have been disproven that women are claiming. There is no such thing as Fact. a press woman in the United States of America. It does Fact. not exist. Fact. Does not exist. Go over to the Middle East and you'll see what um, oppressed is. Go to oh, Africa, you see what oppressed is. Go to Hello. India, you see what oppressed is. So any woman <laughs> that's living in the United States of America, an American, born American citizen, okay? That's the reason why America is still the most sought after country to live in on this planet because of the protection for women. And not to mention everything else from a financial standpoint. Man, please get the, all the way the fuck out of here, bro. You gotta come better than that. Before you ask someone to come back, before you ask someone to come back, we're giving you the floor. I'm talking, Cicero. I got it. I got Hold on. I want to make sure that everybody else has their mics muted. We want to give him ample opportunity to respond because Fantastic said a lot. So please, no ad libs. Allow him to respond. And I'm going to read the you ask before you go. Come, okay, go ahead. Okay, shout out to Snuggle668. He says, she says, Mr. Fantastic, in a conversation like this with a young man, what would Zero tell you to do about this? <laughs> I want you to think like Zero right now. Shout out to <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you. Shout yeah. out to DJ motherfucking no, He says, mama. You know who he's talking about. <laughs> yes. Yo, well. Really? 
Um, <laughs> um, Big Mac. He says, sorry, Paco. LeBron James even said on the shop he was taking care of his mother at nine years old. LeBron's uh -oh. circle Thank of you. friends who are now his business partners are his family. Um, Paco, you just made a failed comment. Thank you, Obsidian. Obsidian. Can we get a thank you, Obsidian? Can we get a thank you, Obsidian? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the, the, the floor is Paco. First, first he, of all, he has the of all that LeBron James comment is wrong. And anybody who saw LeBron James, anybody who, who watched basketball, who, who did LeBron call when he won his championship? End of conversation. Secondly, the first person he called when he won the championship last year? End of conversation. Secondly, um, the young man said uh, that I, that <laughs> he said so many things that were wrong. He said that we're not that we that that black women are not oppressed in America. Women aren't oppressed in America. Once again, the only thing you guys have is straw men because I never came on here and said women were oppressed in America. So why? Who are you arguing with He's that women are not again. oppressed in America? Who are you yeah, arguing with that women are not oppressed in America? I never said that women were oppressed in America. Right, I never once said that. Right, I said that minute, feminism. Let him finish. I said that feminism is about the equality of the genders. I keep saying that, and I don't know what's so hard about that. Now, here's That's what's so like hard. Five words. Here, here, here's what's hard. hard I no, Obsidian, not yet. So I'm trying to say, if you listen to what I say. Talk to me about what I say. Don't All talk right. to me about the argument you had at the bar with somebody else 10 right. years ago with some girl you don't like. If you don't fine. talk to me about a girl in high school that didn't give you her number, now you mad right. about that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm right. talking about what I do as All right. a feminist for me and my family. To, uh, Damn, he's zesty. He's real zesty right now. Okay, zesty right now. It's unfair and real quick, fantastic my, to get it out. And, I, and real quick, my wife's uh, my wife's definition of, of 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 excuse me, submissive is the same as everybody else. But in our relationship, what she means by allowing me to be the man is when you're in a relationship, you can derail the relationship. It doesn't take two people to derail it, it only takes one. So even if you're the man and you're running things with your wife, your wife can come in and mess it up. She allows you to be successful by being cooperative. So if you don't like allow, if you think that makes her weak or makes me weak or something, that's your business. But what she means is she's being cooperative. And if you have a team, if you have a business, then you know that your coworkers and your and the people who work for you have to have to allow you to be your best. They have to cooperate. Sir, cooperating is not allowing. That's two separate definitions, brother. <laughs> to you, it's two separate definitions. The it's the no, same no, no, thing. Only to you. No, no, respectfully, only brother. You. Respectfully. You can't. You brother. can't not. You can't cooperate and not allow. That you brother, can't have one without the other. Brother, respectfully. You can't have one without the other. Brother, respectfully. I just want to say this, y'all, and then I'm I'm done. I promise you. Listen. I'm, and again, this is why you have to let people talk. You have to listen to people. Earlier, shot today, let Dawson, the man talk. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm saying I wanted him to talk. I'm glad he said that. Again, you were talking about earlier about definitions and what definitions are. This is what I promise you, bro. If you pull up cooperation and you pull up allow, those, those fucking definitions are nothing of the same. Okay, cooperation okay, means. Hold on, stop. Hold on. Allowing has to be done by somebody with authority, <laughs> sir. Not allowing so. is a That's person is a place of speaking from a place of authority. Wrong. Cooperation wrong is not again. that. Cooperation is not that. Cooperation is not fucking allowing. This bro. is what we're going to do. We You're are. Wrong. I'm going to read the super chat and then I'm going to let Black Wizard in. I'm about to go because y'all giving me a headache. So let me read the super chat that we got from. If Sheikha. you leave, I'm leaving. 
they gonna be running it. Chica says, mm. so rape, murder, molestation, DV in the black community with its high numbers is not oppression, but it was in slavery. Ooh, Chica, you are triggering the panel, I'm sure, because um, these are some of the, the things that they, they speak out against uh, as it relates to rhetoric that black women like to spew, but thank you, thank you. Thank you for your super chat. Hold on. I got to read the other super chat. John Doe says, did y'all MFs not hear me when I said respect the panel clearly? <laughs> no, <laughs> they did not hear you. They rogue, baby. Um, yeah. Black Wizard, thank you so much for your patience. You have been waiting for a long time. What are your comments uh, on the topic? Or did you have a question for Paco? Let us hear it. <laughs> um, wow. Good luck. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, set straight when my super chat was a while back. So, <laughs> so I'll just do that and then I'll, and then like I'll fade to black. Right. Yeah, like three, four, five years ago. Right. All right. First, egalitarianism is a word. Uh, <laughs> so right. I right. I just, I just wanted to uh, make that clear. And I brought that up because I think a question uh, right before he had, right before my super chat to him was like, uh, why not egalitarianism? Why did you choose feminism? And one of the and one of the things that he said was feminism addresses the past. Uh, it addresses things that happened before. And I just wanted to bring that up because I said something about egalitarianism addressing the past. And then he drew inference into what I was saying as if I was talking about taking a time traveling machine and literally going back to the past <laughs> and doing something. About but I only meant that <laughs> practically speaking, um, because he said what I was what I was saying was a fantasy. Practically speaking, if you address a problem, then you have to address what has happened leading up to the problem. So Hello. if egalitarianism was in its true form which is just to uh, present itself in an equal way for both men and women, then in order to address a problem that is perceived by for women, then it would have to address yeah. the things that happened to women leading up into that point. It would have to. It's how therapists work with their, with their problems. They address your past. That's the only thing I was saying. I wasn't saying anything that was fantasy. And I wasn't making up words. <laughs> I just, I just really wanted to make that clear. And, and also to Paco's point, um, Fantastic says uh, you have to have authority to allow someone, but the woman in the relationship does have authority over their life. So it, it, in their life, they can still be in a relationship with you, and then try and then reject your connection to them or reject things that you are uh, are saying to them. And that would be a way for them to allow. So you, they can yeah. allow you to be who you are by, um, by relinquishing their preconceived notions about what whatever they think the relationship should be and just allowing things to happen naturally. They don't have any actual literal control over you but they do have control over their perceptions and their perceptions change the way that they react in the relationship. So when I think when she said she, you know, allows him to do that, that's where she was speaking from. So Thank Black you. Wizard, well, you know, you know, know. I just go say Black Wizard, don't you don't you agree then that feminism also addresses the past? 
because that's what I said it does. So, so why would you go for egalitarianism versus feminism when they both address the past if that was your point? Well, I brought that up because you said feminism addresses the past, and I said, and you were using that as a reason to not choose egalitarianism. But then I was making the point that egalitarianism does the same thing. So I guess I was okay. saying that your so point we're both really saying that there's two. So you're saying both words address the past and they both are trying to get us to equality. So you prefer the word egalitarianism. I prefer feminism, but we both agree. Right. So you're saying we both agree. I don't say I prefer either. Of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to agree with you. I'm very happy to agree with you. I misunderstood your point and I and I and I I didn't read the question. I heard it. So so now that you've elaborated on it, articulated, I completely uh, agree. And so I'm happy that both of us agree. And I appreciate you helping me to to put that point out there. And that brings me back. I don't know if black was agreeing, point. but it brings go me ahead. I'm saying quickly because we got to get uh, my point is we, we're so steeped in the past. I want to look into the future again. Women have the right to be free. But where's the discussion about consequences? For I want to answer that question. I want to answer that. You keep asking that question. How about this? How about Obsidian? How about you have a discussion with the men? Because you're a man and let the women See, have a discussion he, with he women. He does that but every why, time. Why, why, where do you, where do you get off questioning somebody else? That's what he does. I don't understand. I don't understand the question. Why do you get to question ask. someone else? Are let you not ask. only able to question yourself? Let me why, ask. What? Let, me okay. ask. let me answer. I just about finished saying, first of all, I asked you a question about specificity with regard to the black manosphere, which you could not answer. Thanks. Because you, I don't, because I'm not, I didn't have to answer. Someone was, else told hang, you that I'm on, not familiar. Hang so on, why, why, hang you on. want me to make up the answer? I'm not going to no, make up the answer but for you. Throughout, but throughout your presentation. The answer is I'm not familiar. That's the answer. Okay. Do you accept that so, answer? Oh, hang on. So, so, so we're clear. Your pre previous statements about the manosphere were misinformed. No, they were informed with my experience here in this channel. You want to ask me about the whole manosphere well, makes no sense. Right. I can well, tell you about the people in the manosphere who I came because in contact David, with on this because channel. As David, because as David rightly pointed out, if we're going to have a discussion about feminism in the context of the manosphere, you can't do that in a general way if by well, your own wrong. reason you don't no know No one's having that discussion. Right. No one's having okay. that discussion. Right. 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 That's another straw man. Right. You're right. making that no, up. It's the not. title right. doesn't say anything about right. the manosphere. But the you title did. says But a, you did. But I, but I, I mentioned the manosphere the manosphere. Of your presentation, you did use the word manosphere. One second, because this is no longer you So I want to, hold on, You did use the word It's really, really weak. Paco, one second. This is no longer fruitful. When y'all are going back and forth, it, it does not, uh, you know, serve anyone well. Like, no, you guys aren't, aren't landing strong points and it's not beneficial to the chat. So I want to allow AEO to get in and give us his commentary. Um, AEO, wait a minute. I wasn't, finished, I wasn't finished with the point about why is it that I have to go and talk to men about responsibilities? Black men are held accountable for everything they do in this society. No, right? they're not. Oh, yes, they are. 
They don't not. Yes, no, they are. Even shit we This is what happens. It's like like kindergarten. Like I mean, if, if, hey, if men, have, men, men have to get that yeah. testosterone off. So allow that, us to but do it's that not beneficial to manly. the chat. Like, yeah, but it has to happen. It, the chat has to just wait through. We let y'all rock out all the time. Like it's question much. Is that the like? Come on, we're in the third hour. I'm asking a real question. My a real question here is. How can you be free when you're not when you're not able to deal with the consequences of your freedom? How can you have choice? How can you have choice and not deal with the consequences of it? How can you have rights but no responsibilities? Who <laughs> has no responsibility? Name you. one person on earth who has no responsibility. Who are you talking about? Name the straw man. Another straw man. Who question. has no David, responsibility? Y'all ain't no I do. I'm just going to be ridiculous. I won't be here Wednesday. I'm calling in sick because of the show. <laughs> if you so, ask a ridiculous um, question, it's fair for me to say that's a ridiculous question. I don't have to dance around your ridiculous question. Who has no responsibility? Ooh. That's okay. a, that's a, that's, a, that's you a are, Name the person on earth who has zero responsibility. You have all this freedom, freedom, but no responsibility. You should be a Baptist I'm sitting here. I will name that person. I will answer. Name the person I'm sitting. I don't want you to answer. Are you that person? Are you that person? You have no responsibility. Let's just because then it's a nonsense. That's what I'm But I want AEO to speak because I'm ready to go. Like you guys have given me a headache. This is absolutely ridiculous, and it's 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 not 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 beneficial or fruitful conversation. AEO. What's your comments on the topic? Yeah, wow, this is this is crazy. Um, it's entertaining though. <laughs> to a degree, after a while, <laughs> don't come keeping up shit, AEO. We trying to get you up in here. Don't come keeping up shit. They've already did enough. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You know, I let I let Danny play mama, but they got me annoyed now. Really, concrete? Yeah. I have to say, I mean, I don't I don't have a lot to say, but I have to say respectfully, I disagree with almost everything the host, the um, the guest, Paco. I don't know what his name is. I'm sorry, has said, but I, the one thing I do agree with him on is, I agree with the philosophy of the late original godfather Patrice O'Neill in the sense that it's your effing fault. I don't want to swear on the panel or a curse and swear to me. But it's like everything a man has to deal with in his life in relation to a woman is a man's fault because it's not women that have the burden of accountability and and responsibility. That's that that's that's on the man's side. I mean I, I, in my opinion, real feminism isn't this whole, if you can't beat them, join them philosophy of this Paco guy it seems to have, both literally and figuratively. Like, I, uh, uh, feminism for me is this whole idea of the, the first wave feminism of women aren't these kind of docile, useless creatures that, that can't do anything and are weaker and less valuable than men 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 and women are of equal value just of different purpose and that's the whole thing it's it's not like 
it's not that men a man is a better than a woman or a woman is better than a man. It's just that we both have different roles. And what modern day feminism is trying to convince man is that everyone is equal. And I don't believe in equality at all. I believe in equity, which is the idea that people are different, so they have different roles. Not everyone is equal, so everyone should be doing the same thing. That's that's what the radical left has, has tried to convince everyone, which has got everyone confused, including women, because no one now knows what they need to do. Men are thinking, oh, well, why is... Why, why am I trying? Why am I competing with a woman in the workplace? But at the same time, in the house, she wants me to be this this alpha, masculine guy that 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 dictates everyone and makes the decisions for everything. It's got everyone confused. So, in my opinion, men, the the, the problem with the manosphere and fatherhood and feminism in general is that we we've got to this point where it's like everyone. Everyone is just generally confused. This is why they have the chaos in this conversation, and that uh, we're not confused. No, no. But here's the thing: it's like, what was I going to say? The, the issue is forget the specifically. I'm going to talk about the black community, but set aside the Pookie and Rayways, who I think are the main problem for, for all this. There's always going to be a guy like Paco who's going to try and defend women and not hold them accountable for their actions, which. To be honest, it's like we can't. Women don't need defending. That's the whole idea of feminism: is that women aren't these creatures that can't defend themselves. If if women needed defending, then we wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. The whole situation is that women have got to a point where they are basically more advantaged than men. Effectively, they're better. They're be in the West. Women are better than men. And so, and so, men are waking up and saying, "Okay, why, why, why is it that I'm, I'm feeling this way?" Can you contextualize that statement? Are you saying that yeah. society sees women better than men? Or are you right. saying women are actually better than men? Please, no, society, of course. Okay, that's women, different. Of course, of course, women are better than men. This is what I'm saying. That's why I said originally. It's the fact that yeah. we're getting to this point where we're pedestalizing women in, in this sense, but then women don't feel right being like this. Because they know it, they 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 need the leadership of a man, and there's nothing wrong with that. Is that they're finding they're these Pookie and Ray Rays that are, that are hitting them up and then leaving, and then they're left in this mess mess up situation where they have no leadership. Do and you then they're looking me, around. Do you agree with me, AEO, that those women had that right under feminism to choose those Pookie and Ray Rays to sex with and reproduce with? Do you agree with me that they have the right to do that? Of course, yeah. And do you also agree with me, AEO, that other guys have their right not to associate with them? Yes. Okay. 100%. And this is the problem. It's like, oh, can I ask you something? Since since yeah. you allowed um, other brothers to speak. I don't I don't know you're speaking, you... but yeah. No, it's all right. So, can you can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. No, this That's is this is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yo. You said that women need male leadership. Have you ever met a woman who doesn't need your leadership? Do you think that mm -hmm. Oprah needs your leadership? I, I reject the idea that women need men's leadership. That's part of why I'm a feminist. Because equality says that we don't decide by gender who's the leader. We don't decide that women always need men's leadership. There's two beautiful young ladies who created this, this, this podcast that we're on. I don't think any of you gave them the leadership to do that. So the concept that women need men's leadership is the is part of the huge flaw in the error 
that you and I won't agree because we start off on a premise where you're on one side of the chasm, I'm on the other. You're in the mindset that women need male's leadership. I absolutely reject that one billion percent. And I, I can list thousands of women. On. We, we, we didn't give them the leadership. I actually he was to disagree a bit right. with that. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Let's, wait let's, I want to know how. Yeah, yeah I kind of disagree with that because um, we were under a certain leadership. Um, Curlin has been in this red pill space uh, for a while. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I'm saying specifically for me. I'm just playing. Concrete no, show, show us a society that's been ran by women. When and where? What era? Let Go. Me, let Sister Joe speak. Let speak. Yeah, let her get her. No, it, just, her it never happens. It's a straw man. It never I, happens. I, I was just, just going down I was, rabbit holes. I was, Go I ahead. was actually What's, refuting his point. I was just saying. No, no, that, I agree with you, SG. Okay. Um. Well, we we have been kind of under under male. the leadership of males, right? So in right. this space, it was it was a natural uh progression for us to develop our own channel because we're already male male centered or male identified women, and we're in an all male space, and we kind of agree with the premise of a lot of what's said in this space, even though right. we give a lot of pushback. That's and true. furthermore, you guys that. are direct. You guys are direct. Um, answer like you said from a woman's perspective of the black man's ideology as you guys see it and like you said mm -hmm. defending the men that you have of your own and yeah. being a counterbalance to the very very seldom he heard black woman's voice in support of the black man am i correct very true, very yeah, true. okay all well, right so and, hey that's and, another and point we, for fantastic that that we need to support black men but I don't, but you, none of you disprove the point that women do not need men's leadership. Some women oh, choose to have I'm women's leadership. That's the need men's leadership. speaking in a particular context, Paco. He wasn't talking about running a major media corporation like Oprah Winfrey. Right. Yeah, y'all yeah, don't want to talk about home. Oprah. He was talking about in, the home, will. in a mating context. He specifically said, why, 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 why are you bringing and dating and reproducing? That was the Why are you bringing it down to one thing? How is that leadership in reproducing? What is leadership and he said mating dating and reproducing brother why do you have selective hearing well what no but he what said does three it have things. to do with anything well what does it have to do with anything it has because everything, to do, it it has everything to do with everything because you can't human beings cannot exist hold on Hold on, hold on. Just go ahead, point this out. I want to say something afterwards. Let me point this out again. Again, hold on. Go ahead, fantastic. Say what you got to say, and then we're doing closing. Okay, so again, like I said, let me go ahead and get his man this final. Why you sure you can listen, brother? I'm gonna go back to your own point you made earlier. Remember how you said there will be no athletes without the the mothers. You know, the 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 mothers are far more important than the coaching. Shout to Obsidian. Mating, dating, and reproductions has everything to do with it. Why? Because without those things, there will be no human beings, sir. Okay. No, the first human being was a woman. So thank you for not okay, saying anything. Okay. So again, no, 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 Thank you. The first human being discovered. Thank you for not saying anything. You know, already lost that one, brother. I'm going to ask you again. Uh, 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 zero stars. Yeah. I recommend. This is so ghetto. I, it really is. Like, I, I want to shut it down because y'all didn't gave me a headache. I was supposed to enjoy it. Hey, them numbers Sunday. say different. Them uh, numbers yeah, say the different, goddammit. With a less habit, goddammit. My energy can't take it. I'm going to start the process to shut us down after I read the super chats. Yeah, we're going to start from, with Sean because we ain't heard from him in a minute. He's the only one that up here acting like he got some sense. Um. Yeah. 
-hmm. And then we got Sheikha Johnson, who says 80% of black men are fathers by 40, most becoming fathers between 25 and 29 years old census. Thank you, Sheikha. Sheikha is coming over here. What I want to know what sector she's from because baby, she's she coming over here. Yes, she is. Yeah, she ain't playing no game. I think that's somebody under <laughs> troll yeah, account. I have, I, have I, have I don't have one daughter. I have two daughters. <laughs> She could have that stimulus check. <laughs> Shut up. She busted fives like a motherfucker. Does Paco have a daughter? If so, if so, this makes perfect sense. Yeah, he said he has two daughters. There are black men who, once they have a daughter, uh, S-H-I-T on men. And um, that, you know what, Concrete? I don't want to respond to that. That was actually the premise of this conversation because it happens to the majority of black men. Um, when they have daughters, they also encourage the same things that Paco has been talking about. Mm. And you guys have become really, really hypocritical. Fair black person. men are the first people to tell you that other black men ain't shit. It don't mm. necessarily come from your mothers. Um, black men are encouraged um education. Go get your education. You can't let a uh you can't worry if a nigga gonna take care of you. Ooh. You ain't gonna um be able to do y'all train women to be feminist um I, I i would even say damn near on the same level as women um, um the encouragement no. of certain behaviors no let's keep it a buck um the first person i heard that that niggas ain't shit and you need to get your education and you need to make sure you're able to take care of yourself was from a black man yeah. um not necessarily a black woman who told me that that was from a black yeah, man. women don't say it necessarily directly as much i think men you'll hear it they'll directly say watch out for these ninjas they ain't ish they only want right all you they want is your men. pussy all they want is your vagina you can't trust them you don't need to let your guard down you need to be careful who you give your vagina to you need to do this that and the third you need to watch out for yourself so that behavior is encouraged from black men in total from other black men to black women so they're not yeah, saying do that against good black men. I don't know if that's fair to attribute that. I don't know if that's fair to attribute that sentiment to Paco and his role as a father to his daughter. I don't know if that's fair to attribute it to sentiment. Yeah, he may not be saying that necessarily, but some of what she said, whereas encouraging his daughters to be independent and encouraging them to go out and get their I think that's how he was raised. I think he like this because he was raised to be like that. He said he was I'm sitting. I really appreciate that because I don't tell my daughters that anyone is not shit. I don't even use that term. If you're going to come into contact with people who aren't good people in life, and you got to accept that. And uh oh, I'm really trying not to the Lord, the Lord has spoken. My only concern, I try not to even, I try not to even, I try not to even stereotype or anything. So yeah. I don't teach my daughter. I never ever said black men ain't shit because if I said black men ain't okay. shit, I'm including myself, and that okay, doesn't make any sense. Argument with regard to feminism because it's it's all to me. It's it, we're, we're we're going round and round here. Black women enjoy rights the same as men. And it manifests in multitude of ways every day, big and small. The question for me becomes, again, rights and responsibilities, freedoms and outcomes, choices and consequences. It is clear to me, and I'm not talking about first responders, law enforcement. I'm not talking about that. It's clear to me that there are black women. I cited feminists to Joneses. UOK says street harassment campaign as a prima facie piece of evidence, but by no means the only one. It is clear to me 
that black women want the freedom to be able to do what they want to do, but they want others to help bail them out when things get bad. Facts. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. And I'm, I'm saying that's that right, not true. If they have, I'm not saying you, Paco. I'm saying I'm pushing back against your point. Yeah, I'm saying I have a problem with women. I said Feminista Jones. So she is a black feminist. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with someone who wants to use her right to use her body in any way she pleases. And then when she gets her ass in the sling, now wants to call on good black men. Hello. Black men. She ain't giving the yams to, to bail her out. Hello. Yo, I understand your point, Obsidian, but I'm saying that you can't say that about black women. You can say that about a black girl you I met. You can feminist. say that about a couple. You can, but you can't feminist. talk about all feminists because listen what I'm saying. Everybody runs into trouble and they need help. Oh so my God. You, the, the beginning premise of your <laughs> oh statement makes no sense because black women can't be any less human. They can't be any less in need than oh, any on. other human. Do you say feminism was a philosophy? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you, do oh you say God. that feminism was a philosophy and ideology? Yes. And every woman oh, is not. What is no, that? I didn't say ideology. I said What's philosophy. That? And okay, all philosophy. women are what not feminists. So what is a philosophy? All women are not feminists. What is a philosophy? Equal. I'm saying the philosophy is the concept that that the, the genders are equal. I said it 15 times on this hey, show. Pa- pa- Feminism pa- is the okay. philosophy and, and, that and the genders are equal. Thank you so much for that, Paco. Equal. Thank you so I, much for that, Paco. I agree. This has been a process. fantastic conversation. I do want to do a part Did two. You have Paco to will be was. so kind as to do that. And I, I agree, Danny. You're right. Let's let's go ahead and start the I'll process. I'll be glad. Sean, will you start us off, Sean? Go ahead, Sean. Okay. Um, yeah, as... First of all, I'm going to say, of course, good show, great panel. Shout out to Concrete and Sister George, always bringing the seat to us. Um, facts on facts on facts. I've been quiet and listening, and uh, everybody's been making good points, uh, good uh, observations and things like that. Um, I'm just going to make my statement. I'm going to start off by saying uh, the definition of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the quality of the sexes. It's a noun. All right. Um, I, I, I just have a hard time with uh, feminism and uh, in terms of equality, because it seems like when we talk about equality, we're talking about it in favor of women. But that's not true equality because men don't have that same equality. And I'm going to give a quick couple of reasons of why I believe that. All right. Uh, my first reason is men on average get a 63 percent longer sentence than women for the same crime. I'm going to say that again. Men on average get a 63% longer sentence than women for the same crime, according to the Huffington, Huffington Post Uh-oh. and the University of Michigan Law School. Okay. Mm. Secondly, I'm going to say that um, there are hundreds of domestic violence shelters across the country for women, but there are only two for men. Most recently in Uh-oh. 2017, Texas built one. Two domestic violence shelters for men, over 200 domestic violence shelters across the country for women. Another reason is there are no talk shows on mainstream TV for women, for, for men, I'm sorry. But there are, there are over 10 for women. Most notably, you have talk shows like The View, The Real, Fox Soul. All of these talk shows give a women's perspective, but men don't have no talk show whatsoever to give a perspective of what a man thinks. Thanks. All right? And with that being said, you have women on those shows, they can say whatever they want to say about men. You can even have women like JT from the City Girls saying that 
broke men don't deserve sex. But the minute sometimes, but, but the one time somebody like myself goes and says something like, all headed, ugly single mothers don't deserve a good man. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm called sex. I used to you talking like this. I know, child. They're wearing off on them. But that's just that's just stay out this space, brother. No, stay in this space, brother. (laughs) No, but I but but I mean that, and I'm gonna wrap it up quickly because I know we got a lot of other people that want to give their opinion. I'm gonna wrap it up by saying that if we're gonna have true equality, then we need to address these issues for men because it seems like when it comes to feminism, men are getting the short end on the stick. And I think everybody can agree we want women to have equal rights, we want women to have freedom of choice to do whatever they want. But we also, as men in this space, we don't want to get the short end of the stick and have nobody advocating and fighting for us when it comes to sentencing, when it comes to domestic violence shelters, and when it comes to having a space like the Manosphere where we can say what we want, but we don't have a space on mainstream TV to say what we want and how we feel. So that's all I want to say. Well, shout out to you, uh, Sean. We definitely, definitely appreciate your calmness and respectability uh, of our show and of our panel. Um, A big shout out to you. Um, Shout out to the swooviest. He says, so where does the distinction between a mistake and habitually making bad choices come in? Um, The swooviest, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Thank you so much for your super chat. Um, Next. And I really like to hear uh, Paco's response to that. Um, well, we're going to drop people down as they make their uh, final statement. So we'll probably try to get Paco back for a part two um, because we're trying to leave today. That, <laughs> um, so this thank you so though. much, Sean. Absolutely. Yes. Um, um, next, we're going to have AEO. AEO, what are your final thoughts? Um, I just, I've got a question for Paco, if you don't mind. Maybe he can wrap it up in his closing. Um, you can ask okay. the question. I'll ask the question. You can wrap it up. Yeah, I, I'll actually uh, jot it down so we don't forget. Okay, cool. So my question for him is: If let's say a man gets married to some unruly woman, she's a drug abuser, she's abusive, she doesn't look after the children, and as a result of that, he needs to leave. He needs to separate. He needs to divorce the woman. Does and and he. For some one reason or the next, he loses his job. He finds himself down in a bad place. Does that man deserve intervention from the government to receive money and compensation in the way that a woman would? And in closing, I just personally think- This is a simple yes or no. We'll let him answer quickly and then- Yes, he does. Yes, yes, he does. Thank you, Paco. Go ahead, Ayo. Well, in closing, I just think, I I think we don't need any more men advocating for women. I think women are perfectly capable of advocating for themselves with feminism, Me Too and everything else. I think they can do it by themselves. Okay. Well, thank you so much, AEO. Um, I think this was your first time on our panel. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the chaoticness, but <laughs> we would love for you to come back and join us one day um, if you shall cho- so shall choose to, but we appreciate you coming through. Salute. Let's take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Next, we'll have Black Wizard. Black Wizard, what are your final thoughts? Um, All right. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, I forgot what the show was originally about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? That's how you're going to play it? (laughs) 
but um, but uh, I guess I, I guess I'm just um. Oh, and I resent that you know the only person respectful on the panel was Sean Remark. I resent that, but, uh, but you know what, Black River, me too. We, we, you know, we try to. See, I, I like the sugarcoat shit, and I'd be like, oh, you know, you were the only respectful person. I say that shit to everybody. Do you know that? <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Great shit. <laughs> but, but, um, all right. So I guess, I guess I'll just close out with saying, um, you know, I don't uh, necessarily agree with uh, feminism as a, as a philosophy, um, uh, on this whole. I guess uh, the, the center of, you know, everybody is equal. I agree with, but, um, I wouldn't subscribe myself to that philosophy. I think as far as fatherhood is concerned, um, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing we really need uh, to do as fathers is uh, make sure that we uh, love our children with the, to the best of our ability. And if you can walk away from, or if you can, you know, pass away and uh, your last thought be that you did your best as a father, I think that's uh I think that's all, you know, even your children can really ask for. Just try as hard as you can every day. And shout out to my wife for having my back. <laughs> that's so sweet. Black Wizards, you know we weren't talking about you. You like a brother. So you, you're the only good kid that our mom has. The rest of these fools like Franklin from Snowfall. They out here getting into all, all kind of trouble. So I'm the bad one. Blame everything on me. Facts, you, you can't do me. You can't do me like that, Concrete Rose, because I know, I know the game now. Sister George told me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to nothing she says. Uh oh, it's all lies. Thank you for thank you for joining us, Black Wizard. You know we enjoy when you come up, so thank you, thank you. Definitely, always add uh, your own unique perspective and always come with intellectual conversation, and we appreciate that. Oh, no problem. See you. Thank you, Black Wizard. Um, next we will have Brother David Johnson. Yes, uh, salute to the sisters, Concrete Rose, Sister Judge, salute to the whole panel. Uh, Manosphere for life. What we, we another another W for the Manosphere. Um, what I'll say is, um, Paco, I kind of learned your technique the last time you was on, you know, we the last few exchanges we had, but I've gotten you now. What I've learned about oh. you is when you're asked direct questions that you know will contradict what you say you stand for, then you do a lot of dancing and you do a lot of deflecting. Now, what, what my point I'll, I'll use, um, like when Obsidian asked you, what laws do black men have that black women don't have a benefit from? And the reason you didn't answer that question, because there are none. And the point of that, the whole point of you not answering that, because you know, if you say there are none, then that defeats your purpose and or the need for any black feminist because black women have never been oppressed. Now, let, now I'm gonna kill this conversation off right now with that. With that being said, black men have never had the power to oppress black women. Black women have, all, let's be honest, 911 today, zero back in the day. At any given time, a black woman could have dialed that and it would have been some great Race, racist cops that would have came and gladly beat a black man mm. uh, half stupid with a justified reason. So mm. black, that statement shows black men have never had the power to oppress anybody. Now that's not shitting on black men because most of us here alive born today that are here today were born into this system. So it's not like we dropped the ball and now, no, we were born into it. So I, I won't even allow anyone to hold a black man to like you guys should like like it's like we could just go down the street and beat up the local uh 
the white boy on the corner and then we back in charge and we just bullshit. No. So I understand the fact that, again, we don't have the power to oppress anyone. So that proves that feminism for black women is a Trojan horse because at the end of the day, they never needed saving. So it goes back to what I said. So if it's not saving they need, then what is feminism really for? Feminism is for having the advantage. That's why I said feminism is female favoritism. Favoritism isn't fair. So again, feminism is nothing but a Trojan horse. And all you, it, it contradicts, the reality contradicts everything you say. And again, that's why you didn't answer questions because you knew if you answered it's Obsidian's question and said that, that black women, there are no laws that black women have, that black men have, that black women don't have, then there's no need for feminism unless there was something unfair. And I want you to know I caught all your little dancing and jumping around, not asking, not answering all those specific questions. On that note, the Manosphere wins again. Deuces. Thank you, Bro David. We appreciate you, even though you instigated the entire show. Um, we definitely appreciate you and your contribution, be it messy or not. Thank you, thank you. Next, we'll have Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, what are your final thoughts? Well, um, uh, again, man, this was a, um, you know, um, uh, quite um uh enthusiastic exchange with the brother Paco. Um all respect to him. You know, hey, healthy debate is is that. But let me just say this. Um Paco is actually a, a huge hypocrite. And you know why? Because um Paco claims to be a male feminist. See, that means you believe that women need your help from a man, which again, you know, further perpetuates the thing of women not being equal to men because you feel like you need to represent yourself as a male feminist and give them help. Most feminists don't want your help. Okay. Because why you're a man. <laughs> Furthermore, being that you're not just a male feminist from you, so you're, you're, you're all women, all women. You say you don't care about color or race or any of those things matter, but you know, who did care the white feminists, you know, the white feminists that got the uh, women's voting right act um, uh, enacted. And guess who had to wait for the Civil Rights Act to happen to get the right to vote? So, again, um, uh, I think I just ran a whole Boston today. It's like a game of space. I didn't lose one hand. So um, thank you, ladies, very much as always. I will definitely put something on y'all's Tylenol fund for my for my and the other brothers' activities. I always do. Appreciate and, um, you. And I will catch y'all on the next one, man. Holla. Appreciate you. Thank you. Fantastic. Definitely appreciate your contribution to the conversation. You just made some interesting points before you bounce. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You know, we rock with you. Uh, who's next, Danny? Let's have Obsidian give his final thoughts. Obsidian, what are your final thoughts? Yeah. Um, very interesting conversation. I think the way that the per usual contextualize this is okay. So to the extent that this particular show is a microcosm of sorts of the black, the larger black manosphere. I would then like to suggest to our guests that nobody read black men are against black women's basic fundamental freedoms that feminism played a role in bringing about. For example, nobody in the black manosphere is seriously calling for black women no longer having the right to vote. Nobody in the black manosphere is seriously calling for Roe v. Wade to be rolled back. Nobody in the black manosphere is seriously calling for black women no longer to be educated and 
to benefit from that education in the workplace. No, nobody is calling for that. I think the problem in the black manosphere, and if I would like to respectfully say to the guests, I think the problem isn't laws or rights, but rather personal life choices. There are a lot of black men who don't wish to align with black women who have had poor womb management. There are black men who don't want to align with black women who, who have poor impulse control and can't, they can't keep their weight down. There are black men who don't want to partner with black women who, uh, let's say, are disagreeable. Those are their rights. Just as black women have the right to live their life if they see fit, black men also have the right to live their life as they see fit. The right to freedom of association is the most fundamental of all our rights. And somewhere in here, we seem, I'm talking about we being black folks in this discourse online, somewhere in here, we seem to have lost sight of the fact that black men have the right to freedom of association too. And that means the right not to associate. Somehow black women got the idea that they have the right to live any way they want and black men must accept it. No, they don't. And that doesn't make them a sexist or a misogynist. You know what that makes them? That makes them an American. They have the right not to associate. Just as you have the right to, to associate with whom you want, when you want, how you want, we too also have the right to associate with whom we want and how we want and when we want. We accept black women's right to associate. The real question here is, do black women respect ours? Mm. Okay. Uh, thank you, Obsidian. Uh, very powerful uh, final commentary. I'm wondering um, when you are going to have Paco on your platform or why um, hasn't that happened? What What's going on with that? He ducking me. Oh, Obsidian ain't Obsidian? Known nobody now. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to work it all out. I've been real busy with the book and all the rest of it. But uh, if he's a free tonight, we can do it tonight. Uh, we can do it on um, Thursday. Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday night, your time. So I have two nights that I could do it. Uh, this night Wednesday we're dedicated to the lazy. Do it on Thursday because that's when we go live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll email and work it out. Yeah, I'm sure it's been busy, but we're, yeah. we're gonna work it out. Keep All us right. posted because I definitely want to be in there for that. That'll be an interesting one. But thank you, Obsidian, for your contribution to the conversation. You uh, definitely posed some, some good questions that resulted in me, if no one else, um, thinking and contemplating about the points that were made. So thank you uh, for your contribution. It was valuable, as it always is. Yes. Um, oh, shout out to David Johnson for the cash app. He says, uh, for me and my crew's unruly behavior today. Um, absolutely correct. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, David. And shout out to Mr. Fantastic um for the uh Tylenol fund because we definitely <laughs> need it. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're gonna you. Get Did you get Eisen's as well? Did you yes, oh, we oh, okay, okay? Oh, thank shout you, out guys. to Eisen. I thanked him in the chat, but not out loud. But thank you so much, Eisen. Um, he says for the Nigatainment. Um, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. Thank you all. We appreciate y'all for sure. Yes. Um, next, we are going to have Mrs. Black. Um, thank you so much for coming through. 
honey, um, they come, but then I'm going to tell y'all this. People won't come and give you pushback unless they think you really have something to say. Cause I don't argue with people. I like, if I think you saying some totally idiotic shit, I'm just going to let you have that. So apparently when you come and argue with somebody against their talking points and what you disagree with, you must feel like there's some validity or you don't want their message to be uh, received. So Mrs. Black, you know, we, we go back, honey. Way back, girl. <laughs> that part. So I, I just really thank you for coming through and um offering support to your husband. Girl, it, it's yeah, it was a good conversation. And you and yeah. you brought There's it to the mm -hmm. <laughs> to come in here and mess with these fools, especially knowing how you know uh, Paco is very controversial in this space. So we thank you for coming to support him and coming in and uh, onto the panel and giving your uh, own perspective of the conversation. My husband is controversial in, in any topic, and I love it. I love that he does not follow group think. Uh, the one of the things that I would say is, I met my husband when I was pregnant with my my little one, and we went to college together. And I everything every time he opened his mouth, I was just in awe. I love a man who who can stand in his truth and not be wavered by anybody. Uh, 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 I, I love that. I love the fact that 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 transfers over into our relationship. And and my husband is he's and he's an awesome man. I want to say as a black woman who is married to a chocolate black man, I appreciate your uh even though people might say, Oh, you can't say leadership, I appreciate your leadership and your guidance mm -hmm. to myself and my girls. We are better women because of your guidance. We are better women because of how you present things to us and how, how you allow us to 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 become who we are and and in your home. Um I appreciate um just everything about you. I, I would not have been the woman I am today professionally as a mother and as a wife without your guidance. And you know that we we've had various conversations over these years. And um I have evolved into a woman that I am in love with. And, and I appreciate you for, for, for illuminating this path that I am on, that we are on. And, and I just want to tell you that I love you so much. Oh, look at that black love, real black love. <laughs> oh, my heart is full. Thank you, wife. <laughs> so sweet. Dope. Thank you so much, wife. I love you too. Oh, this is dope. Um, Dr. Black, you go through it every time, but you are like a soldier of love every up in time. here. Um, we can tell you how much we appreciate you. Like, yeah. I don't care what they throw at you, baby. You stand there and you take it and you stand in your truth. And that is very admirable. We absolutely have developed. Well, I have developed because Danny already knew y'all, but I've developed quite an affinity for you and Mrs. Black. I love when you guys come on and I love the tag team thing. Yes, honey. They come texting with an ass. Like, what's up? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting to know Sister George. Uh, at the same time, I'm getting to you to know you, Concrete. Okay, so okay. I, I appreciate both of you, uh, and I appreciate Sister George letting me uh, in just on a recommendation because she didn't have to let me in. She didn't have to let me be part of it. She doesn't know me from from Tom. So I appreciate both of you because you're a team, and I appreciate your team for allowing me to to have a voice. Yeah, this was a great, great, great show. Um, hopefully, 
Hopefully. Because, baby, this was a good one. And yes. with all that hating in the chat, like, why is it when you see a display of Black love, though, why isn't that something that we pull from as opposed to, like, you know, reacting with negative commentary? Y'all. Okay. Like, I'm glad you asked that. Being and if, you, if you let me, if you allow me to use that as a catapult into my. Sure. Uh-oh. Paco? It pretends that space isn't about building anything. And I understand that you ladies agree with holding women accountable. I don't think that turns into what the manosphere is really about, or at least what it has shown me. I don't know the entire manosphere as Obsidian made clear to me. And I admit I'm not a manosphere expert. But this space is a space where men who feel they're losing something come and complain about that. And it's the exact same thing that that I equate this to the Trump voters, Trump people. They, they're like, oh, my goodness, America's changing and 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 we have to fight against it. And we can't allow you know brown people to start voting and we can't allow all these minorities to start voting. And we can't allow, you know, the, the Democrats and it's always a progressive and it's all these boogeymen. But this space is a is a, a very small, minute version of that where you've created this construct of boogeyman and your boogeyman in this space is, is black women. And, and, and Obsidian asks, why can't we hold them accountable? And it's absurd. First of all, who are you to hold anybody else accountable? The only person you can hold accountable is yourself. You can't hold, uh, uh, well, okay, yourself and your children. And last time I checked, Obsidian told me he doesn't have children. So the people in this space want to go and hold someone outside of themselves accountable. That in of itself is absurd. Hold yourself accountable. And if you find a woman who is not acceptable to you, Obsidian said, well, we have the right not to, to associate with them. Whoever said that you didn't? At what point did we start forcing black men to, to deal with black women they don't like? Last time I checked, the reason that we have this crossover of the black man talking about a woman he doesn't like is because he got her pregnant. Well, you know how you solve that? Stop getting her ass pregnant. If you didn't get her pregnant and then lose the case and have to pay her child support, you wouldn't be talking about her, would you? Ain't none of y'all talking about Beyonce. Why? Because ain't none of y'all got a touch on Beyonce. <laughs> ain't none of y'all talking about Rihanna. Ain't none of y'all talking about Oprah because y'all don't get in contact. Y'all come on here and complain about these women that you are in contact with and how bad they are. Well, why not take personal responsibility and handle your business and stop messing with chicks that you that, that are bad for you? Why not look out for yourself? The whole th this whole space is a is a is a area of whining and complaining. And I and I'm the bad guy because I don't support it. Then they say, hey. You know, women don't need your help. Women don't need men in, in feminism. If you learn anything about feminism, if you understand equality, then both parties have to be involved. You can't have equality with one side working. So you can't say, well, feminism is about women getting an advantage and we don't want that advantage, but we don't want to be involved. That makes no sense. If you think feminism is about women getting an advantage, then get involved in feminism and help it become a balance. If you get into feminism, you'll realize it's not about women having an advantage and you will rest at ease and you'll stop complaining about something that doesn't even exist. 99% of what these men said to me were straw men. They made up an argument that I never said, that no one said. Then they try to knock it down and say, ah, see, Paco, we got you. You didn't get anything. All you did was prove that you're uneducated or unwilling to, to be understanding of the point. Feminism is about equality. I never said that black women have laws. Think about this. This was an earlier question. Black women have laws that black men don't have. I never said that. Why did I not say that? Because that's not the point of feminism. Feminism is not about making laws. It's about simply having both parties agree to treat each other equal and the process that it takes.
to do that. It's not over once you say, I'm going to do it. It's a process. It's an ongoing process. It will be an ongoing process. Hence why I'm raising my daughters to be independent. Because one man might treat them one way and another man will inevitably treat them differently and a woman will treat them differently and a different color woman will treat them and all and on and on. It's an ongoing process. And feminism is a, is, is a, is a philosophy to help us navigate that process with our North Star being equality of the genders. That's not complicated. That's not something to fight against. But in this space, you have to fight against it because that's your boogeyman here. And I leave with these, these, these statistics that we were, we'd like to talk about statistics. In, in, the, black, in the black home, women are, are out, out, out earning men significantly. But they're also, more importantly, they're out learning men. And I'd like to say, as a feminist, one of my favorite things to say about feminists, there's a website called the Journal of Black Blacks in Higher Education. The JBHE has cons <clears throat> has consistently documented the fact that black women in households <clears throat> are, are, are gaining their education at a higher level than, than, than men. 70% of black women are, are earning all masters, are earning all bachelor's degree. 60% of black of, of all uh, master's degree are, are earned by black women. And what is this? 50%, no, 55% of all PhDs are on black, black women. So while we're over here bashing black women, maybe we should be thinking about how great they are and how to uplift them because they're the ones leading the black community. Even, even if they aren't the matriarch of the black community, the women who are, the people who are getting things done in the black community are overwhelmingly women. And, and that's something to celebrate. And that's what feminism can also do, help you know what to celebrate. And I'm celebrating women constantly because they're winning. And I like to celebrate winners. I'm not part of the manosphere because I'm not whining about how some women out there aren't doing things that I want because that's irrelevant. If, if I will go be with the women who are doing what I want versus complaining about the women who aren't. And I think other people can buy into that. I think other people can do that. And I'm a proud feminist because of that's what I do. My wife isn't writing a book or trying to set an example, but I am. I, my marriage, I'm hoping can be an example for others because I'm basing it on the premise that you should conduct your romantic relationships like a business relationship. And you could use business structures to overlap into your romantic structures and to help to strengthen your romantic structures. And my wife is my CEO and I'm her CEO and we treat each other as equal business partners. And that's another reason I'm a feminist because I can treat my female partner as an equal. She doesn't have to follow me because I'm a man. She follows me because I proved to have a, a good idea, an idea that she can get behind. And my daughters are going to be the same way. They're not going to follow anyone because he's a man. Being a man is irrelevant. They're going to follow people who prove their worth. And if you can't understand that, then we have nothing to talk about. Thank you again, ladies, for allowing me to be in the space. Thank wow. you. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't tell you how thankful we are for you joining us. This was a dynamic show, even with the chaos. I understand that people were passionate, but clearly the chat was enjoying it. Um, I am just like overjoyed for you joining us. Um, and I really, really, really appreciate you. Please don't be a stranger. Come back and visit us uh, because we love having you on and having you in the chat. And um, I can't wait till you start up your channel because people in the chat are really yeah. asking, like, do you have a YouTube channel? So you definitely need to get one up and running. 
Okay, right. uh, give me about 30 days. Uh, as you all know that uh, president ordered uh, the troops out of Afghanistan, that includes uh, civilians who support them. So once I get back to U.S. soil, I already have a bunch of my ideas and um, start working on my videos. And um, hopefully you ladies could also be a guest with me as you've allowed me to be a guest with you. Of course, and, absolutely. Um, but I just, it's just that, you know, being here and the internet and all that, I just want to get to where I could be consistent, especially if I'm hosting, right? I need to be able to have a strong signal and, and a strong uh, area in order to to do that. So if you give me a few more few more weeks, uh, I'll, I'll be with you all. And hopefully you girls can teach me how to be a good host and have a successful show like you have. You know, we will support you in any way we can. Yes, yes, but we and really. And if you have really... a show at this time, I'll be able to come on. When you have shows at different times, is you know we're 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 nine and a half, ten hours different sometimes. So I get on any time that I can, depending on the work schedule, which changes. So, but you gotcha. know, you know, I'm a support of the channel all the way, all the way support of Thank the channel. You. Appreciate that definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to a part two because, honey, they can't get enough, even though they ah, they, they fuss and cry about it, but they, they can't get do, enough of it. He challenges the way they think, so that's what it is. So we definitely got to do a part two. I am already excited about the possibility of doing one. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to read the super chats and then we're going to get up out of here. Shout out to brother David Johnson. He says, um, no SG. We address untruths because if not, those lies are left to be interpreted as truth. The manosphere wins again. Child, what you want a cookie? Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, correction, Paco. It's a space where men who have felt they don't matter come to realize that they do. It doesn't always look the way people think it should, but a lot of people here have been hurt and this is where they hash it out. Um, thank you so much, Black Wizard. Um, Am I the only one that sees the comparison between, between the way the manosphere conducts itself and the way Trump supporters do? I mean, just because you feel hurt, just because you feel <laughs> that someone has offended you, does that make it a reality? And just because you find other people who have that same concept, does that make it true? I, I think that truth matters. I, I, I don't think any of us agree that the Trump supporters who, who attacked the Capitol uh, should be allowed to do that just because they feel that Trump really won. I think that there's a there's a responsibility to to do better. And then if, if, if you're not doing better, sure, you can live in your own business, but it's People are going to call you out. And I'm one of those people. And I'm not giving you a pass just because you say, oh, hey, we feel something. Everyone has been wronged. I said we shouldn't have women bashing men, but we shouldn't have the manosphere full of men bashing women. It makes no sense. None of this bashing is, is true. It's not even true. It's a bunch of stereotypes. People are bouncing around. I think we can admit that. Ooh. Um, shout out to David Johnson again. He says he's generalizing the space again, but admitted he hasn't been anywhere else past this channel. Clearly hypocritical, contradictory. Thank you so much, brother David. Um, shout out to Demetrius. Demetrius says the Derek Jackson vibes are strong with this one, Sister G. I had um, to, uh, now he got to be you know, Jackson. I have to. I have to say that I agreed with <laughs> a lot retarded. of things that Derek said. But let me say this: I didn't agree with Derek when he said that black men don't cheat, and I never claimed to be that. You know, I'm married to my wife; she watches show, so on and so on. If I'm ever, if I ever cheat, it's not going to be. Oh, you was on this pinnacle and you were just saying that you'll never do something and then you do it. 
I'm a human being. I'm susceptible susceptible to flaws like everybody else. And I think Derek Jackson's biggest problem wasn't that he was trying to love black women. He was lying, straight up and down lying that he could do something that he know he couldn't do and he wasn't even trying to do, right? So if if my vibe is that I love black women, I absolutely do 100%. I love women in general, but I specifically love black women. I, I forcefully married a black woman. I'm the, of three brothers, I'm the only one who married a black woman. But I'm not out here lying. I'm living what I'm talking about as, as anyone could be my witness. And, and if I'm Derek Jackson for loving black women, then I'll take that all day. Right. If loving you, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right vibes. Okay. I don't want to be right. <laughs> what you know about that? Um, we got, we got another one from books, books and ice cream. Love black love. Stop hating chat. Please tell them, please tell them they need to get it together. We got one from Black Wizard. He says, it's true to the people here. I never condone bashing. I'm just opening the door for compassion. I love Black Wizard. That's my guy. We also got a um, cash app from Demetrius as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the cash app. We definitely appreciate you. Um, I, we definitely appreciate you guys coming out and rocking with us. I have so much to say, but I'm going to condense it and just say a few things in my closing commentary. Um, a few things that I wanted to address, just a few. Um, first off, AEO kept saying that women don't need defending. I thought that that was an interesting concept. Um, I am of the mindset that we, uh, even feminists say that, uh, well, even women who claim to be feminists say that there's a lack of protection for women, make the argument that there's a lack of protection for women um, I, and, and women need to be protected, i.e. Feminista Jones and her movement. Um, I personally enjoy the fact that I have someone to protect me. I think that men in their natural essence don't mind protecting women. I think that if a man is looking at you as his equal, you're, you're, you, you know, you have, um, you, you drink like him and you want to fist fight and brawl in the middle of the street, just like a man would, then he's not going to feel a desire or need to protect you. And that creates some sort some conflict. Um, in addition, I do think that feminism has, um, I understand that Paco was speaking about a specific uh, definition of feminism, which he gave early on. But I think that when you look at it from a broad, in a broad sense, that feminism has been um, redefined to, especially when we look at fourth wave feminism, uh, it's kind of filled with a degree of misandry. And that's why it feels like it's lopsided and it's an unbalanced, unequal fight. Uh, as does MGTOW. MGTOW is filled with misogyny. It's an un, like to, to side with people that are just strictly in support of MGTOW, I would also feel like there's no balance here. I think that it is important to have balance. I think that for me, um, when I think about like, you know, equality and there needing to be someone to support, um, you know, equality for men and also, uh, advocate for black men who are being wrongly imprisoned and, the, you know, fight against the school to prison pipeline and all the effects, all the things that affect black men. I, I think about the fact that I would not be able to um, say that I'm a feminist, nor would I be able to say that I am in support of a MGTOW movement because they're so unbalanced in my eyes and from what I know of them. Granted, I do not know either movement intimately. I'm talking about like the broad perspective of what the movements represent. Um, 
I, I, I just wouldn't be able to get behind either of them. However, I do think that it's important to have equality for women. I do think that it's important for women to have the right to vote, to be in control of their bodies. Like I'm in support of all of that, but I feel like there's such a large spectrum when you look at feminism. I could never say that I'm a feminist. I am traditional in every sense of the word. I proudly submit to my partner. And yeah, I, I just wouldn't be able to say that I'm a feminist. One last thing. Um, I think that um, I don't think that women are weak and feeble creatures that that you know need protecting and you know you uh, need to be protected as if it's like porcelain. They're porcelain china, but at the same time, I do believe in there being a specific family dynamic where the man is. In, in, in charge of the household and he is the leader uh, of the household. And as a result, I think that the women woman is supposed to be a, a help me. In addition, I do think that uh, the man's role is to still uh, protect and defend uh, his, his partner. Uh, I did touch a little bit on uh, how being submissive can get you everything that you want. <laughs> I think that there are too many women who don't know how to use their feminine prowess. Like we have so few women tapping into their true femininity because they think that that's a, a, a weak position. But baby, let me tell you, you lead from the back. If you knew how to tap into your femininity, there would be nothing that you asked your man for that you wouldn't get. And y'all don't even realize that. I'm trying to put y'all up on game. Uh, but that's all I have to say as it relates to the conversation. This was dope, 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 dope. I am so excited about how this conversation went, even though I've been on here for four hours and way longer than I anticipated. It. This was a great conversation, even with uh, you know my, the, the ghetto panelists who came on. And I appreciate you guys and all the commentary that y'all gave, as well as Paco and Mrs. Black. Um, thank you to the crazy chat, everybody who super chatted us, and everybody who cash at. Sister Joyce, can I? Sister Rose, can I leave you with a with a thought? Sure. Sure. When you think about protecting, and if a man needs it, or you just said that if you had a woman who was brawling alongside a man, he wouldn't want to protect it. Think about the military. I don't know if you serve, but Sister George served. When you're in the military, if you're the strongest person in your platoon, that's really irrelevant, isn't it? I know the movies make it look like there's one guy who does all the really dirty work, but the platoon is a platoon. And when you're the strongest person in your platoon, think about the Navy SEALs. You want to have 10, 20, 30, 100 other dudes just as strong as you. Or if you're the strongest, you want them to be really strong. You know, we have the term, you know, the weakest link. So to, to suggest that if you're strong, you don't want someone strong to watch your back, that's that's probably... That's, that's not what I said. I said... I didn't say someone brawling alongside of them, though. But I, 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 that wasn't what I was saying. I said someone brawling in the middle of the street, meaning, like, for no reason, out fighting and acting a fool like we see in these ratchet videos. Not someone fighting alongside of you. That's different. I do think that uh, men want that. Yes, and that's what I mean. So if you're thinking about... A, if you're thinking about from a feminine perspective, the woman is an equal she will be just as strong to protect her man, not because she's going to lead out and arm wrestle everybody in the street, but it's a benefit to having strong people on your team. And that, that's, that's what I mean. That's another, that's yet another benefit of feminism. Good point. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for highlighting that because that did give me something else to think of, even though that wasn't the point that I was trying to make, but it is important to have somebody that's strong that can fight with you. So I understand that. And thank you. Um, well, um, this actually concludes uh, our three-part series of Feminism and Freedom. Um, thank you yeah. to everybody who came through um, 
on the chat on the panel. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody who cashed up us and super chatted us. We really, really, really greatly appreciate the you guys for supporting. So, okay, don't get them no shout out. You can't be reading it because they are like absolutely listen. They, as ghetto as y'all. they are, as ghetto as they are, they still come through and they support. They do, and but so, they still ghetto. They are. They are, child. You know. Um. We got some badass cheering. So, uh, but shout out to everybody who came through. Um, y'all make this like the best hobby that I've ever had. And to actually to actually come and get paid um, to talk your shit is probably one of the best things since sliced bread. So I'm always grateful to everybody who comes through. Um, this show was dope. I don't understand why y'all not hitting the like button. Really, uh, I'm really starting to have issues with y'all behind that because nobody comes here and puts on these type of shows for y'all. Nobody. I don't care what y'all say. Um, we bring uh, out people from outside in. Um, we we're consistent. We have a consistent show. We come here every Sunday, every Wednesday, and put on a a great damn show. Not a good show. A great damn show we put on so please support the show if y'all not hitting the cash after super chat hit the damn like button it's free i promise it's free nobody gonna get you um but shout out to everybody who came through special shout out to dr black and mrs black for coming through yes. we are out and we will see you back on a on wednesday when you know we coming with some more hot ass fire because you know we keep it lit over here <laughs> that part um so stay tuned we out peace if i can only there we go